0: This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors.
1: 933 WMMR, audio on demand, presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 933 WMMR, audio on demand, presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Delay there. All right. Today is Tuesday, June
0: fifteenth. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, without action from the state legislature in Harrisburg, the Pennsylvania Restaurant and Lodging Association says twelve thousand restaurants will have to stop selling mixed drinks to go and close their outdoor seating.
3: We've been asking about this. Yeah.
2: Sorry. Um, she yeah. actually,
3: Kathy started to cry. You couldn't see it. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. So the ability to allow mixed drinks to go and permission to sell alcohol in outdoor seating areas created during the COVID 19 lockdowns is what helped businesses survive. With the expiration of Governor Tom Wolf's emergency declaration, it's now up to the legislature to extend what the industry sees as crucial lifelines for many bars and restaurants. Two bills designed to do that passed overwhelmingly in the Pennsylvania House, but have stalled in the Senate. Cocktails to go and outdoor seating will go away within the next day or two, said Melissa Bova, vice president of government affairs of the Pennsylvania Restaurant and Lodging Association. So the two bills being considered in Harrisburg are uh, making the mixed drinks to go permanent in Pennsylvania and then allowing outdoor seating to continue until December 31st, 2022.
3: So we talked about giving at least a little bit of a buffer to help make up for a lost grant. Obviously, you can you know, wipe out the loss of the whole year past, but it would help a little bit. Yeah,
2: I think it's just like, I think it's not a matter of like, no, you can't do that. I think it's just expiring. So now they have to get it passed so that they can do it. Do you think they
3: can mail them to you, the cocktails? Is that possible? (laughs) I read an article the other day
0: that uh, was saying how, and listen, it's just an article, so I don't know how the, the, the popular opinion, but that a lot of silly city dwellers do like that outdoor seating thing, even though it's taking up some parking on the streets in Philadelphia. And I I think it'd be awesome to have that all the time. I love sitting outside and eating. The alfresco
3: thing is really nice. Yeah.
2: Um, so, I, I yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, I know, but I, some restaurants, um, and this wasn't in the city, but at least around me, stopped the cocktails to go. because And I was talking to one of the managers, and he was saying that they wanted the people to stay right. you know at the restaurant, so they didn't want to do those cocktails to go. But, mm. yeah, so we'll see what happens. A Philadelphia police officer opened fire with two armed men in Westmount area on Monday Night Authorities said the two men, ages 18 and 23, were taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries, and no officers were injured in the incident. Officers recovered two weapons, a semi automatic rifle and a semi-automatic handgun which investigators photographed for evidence around 10 15 officers were on the 300 block of Glen echo road for a disturbance call they were standing on a front porch taking the complaint when police officers said they heard gunshots the officers then saw two men coming down the street police said one of the men was holding a semi semi-automa- the semi-automatic rifle and the other holding uh, the handgun police said that the two men were firing shots at the time the officers believe the men were firing at them one of the officers opened fire one of the men was grazed in the face the other was hit in the leg. Both were taken to the hospital in stable condition and are being held in custody. Uh, Police Commissioner Daniel Outlaw responded to the scene as well following the shooting. An investigation into exactly what happened uh, is underway. Parts of the Delaware Valley were inundated with torrential rain Monday night as severe thunderstorms made their way across the region. The area exploded with storm warnings at about 8 o'clock. The storms raked across w- uh, west to east, dumping pea-sized hail in parts of Delaware County and then unleashing a torrent of rain. Many people out driving were caught on under- unaware as flash flooding began to swamp the roadways, trapping some in their vehicles. Rescues actually took place in Yaden and Lansdowne, and then some at Passiunk, uh and South 63rd Street in Southwest Philadelphia were forced to abandon their vehicles in the water.
3: Did you guys get hit?
2: Yeah, we got hit.
3: Yeah, it, it just came ripping out of nowhere, like yeah, zero to 060, yeah. This time.
2: the story, You didn't get it at where you were?
3: Yeah, yeah, it was kind of strange.
0: I, it looked boating and, and I was looking at the radar, and it looked like we were going to hit, but it, it never really came through. So I But get that's the way radar. it's been the past couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, like, I, w- w- there was in the past, Steve, we got absolutely decimated, and you got nothing. Oh, that's you know? right. So, yeah, yeah. If these things are, you Mother know. Mother Nature's
3: fickle.
2: Patchy. <laughs> the storms that made their way into South Jersey with the same rain force as thunderstorm warnings lit up the late night throughout southern New Jersey on their way out to sea. In sports this morning. Oh. <laughs> The Sixers lost to the Hawks last Uh, night in Atlanta. Yeah, Trey Young overcame a cold start to score 25 points, including a floater that gave Atlanta the lead with just over a minute remaining, and the Hawks rallied to beat the Sixers 103-100, to tying the Eastern Conference semifinal at 2-2. The Sixers blew an 18-point lead, and Joel Embiid spent time in the locker room in the second quarter nursing an injury. He was 0-12 for from the field in the second half, finishing with 17 points and 21 rebounds. Game 5 is tomorrow night in South Philly. And the other NBA NBA playoff game. The Clippers beat the Utah Jazz in Los Angeles, winning 118-104 to in evening that series at two games apiece. The Phillies are also in LA uh, and they lost to the Dodgers 3-1. Catcher Will what Smith hit a it? two-run home run. Chris Taylor added a solo shot and the Dodgers won despite getting three hits and four base runners. The series continues tonight. <laughs> Zach Eflin will get the start. Game time is at 10-10. And in the NHL, the Montreal Canadiens lost to the Golden Knights last night in Las Vegas. Shea Theodore had a goal and an assist. Marc-Andre Fleury Made 28 saves, and the Knights won 4-1 in the first game of the Stanley Cup semifinal. Game 2 is tomorrow night. And that's what I have for you this morning.
0: All righty. Thank you very much, Kathy. Two days into the work week, and uh, we're set to go for some goodies. We have a couple of guests on the program. We're going to talk to Brad Arnold from Three Doors Down and Sean Morgan from Seether because the Better Life 20th Anniversary Tour is going to be at The Man August twenty uh, first. Are
3: you getting the impression that now it's the big thing for musicians to talk to us? I think I we think are. It is. The, we're the buzz interview in the industry.
0: Yeah, so clearly we'll, uh, we'll see how those guys are and where their mind is, and uh, getting back on the road and uh, have full on tours, and uh, they got to be excited. That's why I think I think the, these bands just want to. Uh, <laughs> They want to get out. Now, obviously, they want to play, but they want to talk to people about it, too. Yeah, so we're yeah. looking forward to that. So we'll uh, spend some time with those guys. Uh, it is a Tuesday, so that means we have some ink to give away. We have a tattoo, a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo for Tattoo Day. And if you're interested in winning, it's very simple. You just text the word TATTOO to 39333, and we will grab a random texter as our winner by the end of the program, a $350 gift certificate. For Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, they're located at 1729 South Street in Philly. If you want to check out their samples, you just go to floatingworldtattoos.com, or you can check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos, and you'll be good to go. So, uh, those are some of the things taking place. We've got a bunch of other uh, reminders to get to as well, like the blood drive is on Friday. It is this Friday, two locations in Oaks and at the Live Casino in South Philadelphia. Uh, details on WMMR.com, we're going to remind you about the fact that the deadline is Thursday, I believe at noon, 11 a.m. Is or noon, yeah, somewhere I think you're around right. that time, so you need to get signed up as soon as possible if you've been teetering on the edge of it, uh, just know that um, you will be saving lives, that blood gets used And uh, there are people that need it right now. So please sign up, join us if you can help out. We would appreciate it. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. A bunch of stories to share with you in the world of celebs and entertainment. And a stupid question with some giveaways. We'll be
4: right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there.
0: So the stupid question, we have a $150 Fogo to show gift card that we are going to give away. Uh, Nick, you will like this question. All right. All right. What are the three things that Will Hunting's foster father would place on the table? 215 uh, Two one five two six three wmmr It's a pretty harsh scene, yeah. but uh, what are the three things that Will Hunting's foster father would place on the table? Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's even know the answer to that. Today is Tuesday, June fifteenth, and some birthdays to mention. Uh, We will start with a couple from the world of music, and it is Steve Walsh's birthday today. Steve, lead singer of Kansas, good voice, and he turns uh, seventy years old today. Yeah, I agree. Very powerful voice, and of course, dust in the wind was you know he could do very. um, ballad, yeah, yes. exactly. Anthemic were, stuff, tender stuff. As oh, well. he could do it all. Uh, he turns, like I said, seventy years old today. Man, Kansas is a band I was, I, I dug them. I, yes. they were, they were, like you
3: said, anthemic,
0: uh, and uh, they had some little progressive notes in there, but they were, you know, catchy as well. So
3: they were everything that we wanted Kansas to be.
0: Uh, how about this, Brad Gillis, guitarist
3: for Night Ranger? Whoa, yes.
0: He turns uh, 64 years old today. He also played with Ozzy Osbourne when when Randy Rhodes died. So he's uh, that good. He jumped in for a little while. Oh, yeah, he's a great guitar yeah, player. Sorry, there there were two really good guitar players in Night Rangers. Brad Gillis and the other guy's name was Jeff something, and I can't remember. But they were both, they were like dueling guitars. Really? They I never go...
3: thought of Night Rangers like a, like a guitar band. Oh, yeah. yeah huh. if, you, if you go to...
0: I've been living a lie. There's some great solos in uh, Still Rockin' America uh, where they're just shredding back and forth. Jeff Watson, thank you, Nick, for pulling that up. Uh, so happy birthday to Brad Gillis, 64 years old today. He's a good guitar solo here. Uh, Helen Hunt celebrates her birthday. We just had an extended conversation <laughs> about Twister a couple of weeks ago. We did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she turns 58 years old. I was actually reading a story about her. She had written a sequel. Uh, Twister. Twister. Huh. And it was going to be an all uh, it was going to be a more diverse cast. There was going to be, uh, you know, black and she had stated black and brown people that were going to uh, that were eventually going to be the focus of the the teams, uh, the, the weather teams, whatever right, you want to right. call them, the
3: storm chasers. OK,
0: and it was shot down by the um, uh, by the studio. So it never came to be. But, um, yeah, she's been a lot of great stuff. Uh, She is uh, 58 years old today, Helen Hunt. Don't just judge her on Twister alone. No, no,
3: no. So, uh, as good as it gets, was was she nominated? That's a great movie. I think she was. Yeah. Right? Yep. I think she won
5: for that, Steve. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let me make sure. Yeah, she won one Oscar. Yep. There you go. There you go. That huh? was
2: my when I would go in for auditions. You'd have to have a monologue prepared, and that was my monologue. Was oh, I need her, to hear it. her from uh, as, as good as, as it gets? gets. Yeah, which you six. didn't do, Jack Nicholson. What was it? Um, it? It's when she's she's talking about her son. She's yelling at him about her son. Right, yeah. right,
0: yes. Yeah, yeah that. Oh, that was when the, she said he. Okay, there's there's a point where he corrects the son and goes, "You know, it's not very. It's not." It's yeah. kind of rude for you to not talk. And she's like, no, that's it. You can't talk about my son. Yeah.
2: So, yeah was... He's
3: like the rudest person
6: That's in the off world. limits, basically, yeah. is yeah. what she's do, saying. Do you, uh, do you remember
2: it? I didn't. I barely remember the scene. What no. if we <laughs> have
3: you and Pre- Preston can recite the entire script to Tron? Right. What if you... <laughs> I'll do, I'll do that. Yeah, and you do <laughs> as good as it gets scene. from beginning <laughs> to end.
0: I love it. Helen Hunt's 58 today. James oh. Belushi. Uh, John Belushi's younger brother, obviously a talented enough Belushi for sure. Yeah. Talented
2: yeah. enough, making <laughs> money
5: in uh, in weed now. He sells. In, Is ta- uh, that yeah, his deal? Cultivates it, yeah. In, in, How about uh, that, uh, I think in Oregon. Uh, he's got massive weed farms. Wow! Yeah. I, I would be curious
3: to see how much money he's made off of weed as opposed to his entire career in acting, because
5: it can be <laughs> astonishingly lucrative. I actually yeah. heard Steve that um, he kind of has uh, pushed out some of the smaller farmers. So some of the people who are out there, sort of uh, as individual small weed don't like farmers, him? don't like him. So as he's much. a weed baron. Well, yeah, he's kind of a weed baron because he uses his name and his popularity, and right. so he he has uh, squeezed out some of the smaller competition. Yeah, well. I mean, are you, who are you
3: gonna are you gonna buy weed from somebody named? Belushi, of course. <laughs> totally. You kidding yeah. me? Uh he's sixty seven today.
0: Courtney Cox has her birthday today. She was just on the Friends Reunion. Did you
3: watch it? I've not. I need to I oh. gotta spend time and go watch I, that. I loved, watch it. It? Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I I believe it or not, there was some sort of um Critical reaction to it and blowback. I'm like, what did you want? Oh wait, what really? did you oh, I, want? I
2: thought it was good too. Yeah, yeah. I, I still think the best one is uh, just overall is Jennifer Aniston. I mean, Courtney Cox was she was good too, but um, she definitely is the one whose face moves the least. Yeah.
6: yeah. So <laughs> the you know the 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 hubbub you know was was about how Matthew Perry looked and appeared and all that. And, and I just want to go on record as saying you love him. No. Courtney Cox looks weird too, guys. Yeah. yeah. Like, she, yes, yeah, she looks good. She's pretty, but like, dude, she does, she effed with her
2: face. Well, yeah, but that's different than what Matthew, what Matthew, oh, Perry really? No, he effed with his face too. Like, no, yeah, the,
3: the, I is, think the that issue that was wasn't it. cosmetic surgery. Yeah. It was that, you know, Matthew Perry seems to be. A little bit out of it. That was it, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess. As that's, to the plastic That's surgery. what some of the yeah. hubbub. To yeah. use your Matt term LeBlanc. Was. At some point, he he's packed on weight. Yep. Oh my and Matt, god! Matt LeBlanc yeah, still looks good, mm-hmm. but at, at one point, um yeah, he commented. He, Jennifer Aniston says, "You know, we can't. We uh, uh we used to fit through these doors together, <laughs> and, and 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 he makes." He makes a joke about, about his weight, and she starts laughing. So. Nice. He still looks good. He's still a, a good-looking guy. Courtney Cox is 57 today. Right. Uh, then you have actress Julie Haggerty. Uh, Love she her. She's in the airplane
0: mm. movies. Mm. Oh. Mm. oh, yeah, and she's in What About Bob? Mm. She's the wife. That's right. Oh, she, uh, she shucked the corn. It was hand-shucked. Mm. Yeah, that's right.
6: <laughs> mm. Uh, mm. You... Uh... Mm. Okay. She's We're in the just... scene. we got to
0: sit through this. <laughs> We're not going to hear her at all. Yeah. But, mm. yeah. <laughs> Mm. He's eating corn at the time.
3: <laughs> mm,
0: Faye, this is so scrumptious. Is this hand shucked? So
3: she was Faye yeah. in that. Do you know what's so great about the, the dynamic about that movie is that literally Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfuss despised each other. Yes. And the movie is about them sort of having, though Bill Murray adores Richard Dreyfuss in the movie, uh, but still his hatred was legit. And I'm sorry, but it makes the movie work. Yeah. By the way, Casey, you missed it. Casey's
0: uh, family was over for dinner, and I had made uh, corn on the cob, and I had asked Diane if she would hand-shuck the corn. I for heard her. it. Did you hear it? I heard it. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure if you caught that one or not. Julie Haggerty is 66 today. Neil Patrick Harris. Hey! Doug. Well, Doug is uh, 48 years old. Douglas? Uh, is. Was that uh, Doogie's real name, Douglas? <laughs> yeah. I never knew that. Doogie <laughs> Had no idea. Dude, Dr.
3: Dougie. Um, you know what was wild is that on um, how I met your mother. Okay, so he played a real like a real hound dog. He came out while that character, you know, was on yeah. the series, and there was not there was not even a blip. Mm-hmm. He's so good at playing Barney Stinson that he just continued playing it, and there was nary a bump.
0: 48 today uh, Leah Remini also turns a year older she celebrates her 51st birthday today
3: still uh, championing the um, yeah Scientology Scientology battle she yep. hosts a game show as well. Uh, and she's doing well.
0: Have um, what's the the format? I don't I don't know the game show thing.
3: Any idea? It's not that good. Oh. Uh, it's okay. I, I, I it's a little bit of trivia based, but it's it's not that engaging.
0: I I love the uh, the Scientology uh, special. It's or the the show. It's fantastic. They really died. Mike, deep Mike in Rinder, right? Her, yeah, Mike, Mike Rinder was the yeah. guy who was like a super high exec in that Scientology world. And he got turned off by it and, and went the other way. And there's a few other people that were way up in the chain that are, uh, regulars on that show as well. Uh, she is 51 today and the last birthday, Jake Busey, oh Gary Busey's son. He's been here in our studio before. Uh, movies like Contact and Armageddon, Starship and,
3: Troopers. Yeah,
0: Starship yeah. Troopers. He's great. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and
5: he was creepy in Contact. Yeah, he was. He's was
0: a the the, terrorist. He's a lunatic. Just not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is fifty years old today, so a big birthday for him, Jake Busey. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What are the three things that Will Hunting's father, foster father, would lay on the table? Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's go to Sandy. She's our first caller, and hey, Sandy, good morning to you. Good morning, Yet. Oh, good morning. All right, Sandy, what are the three things that Will Hunting's foster father would place on the table?
7: A belt, a stick, and a wrench. You are correct.
0: Hang on, Sandy. We're going to give you a $150 Fogo to show gift card. Uh, try the new bone-in ribeye, premium cut included as part of Fogo's full Charusco Charasco sorry service. And you can uh, welcome to what's next at Fogo to show and make reservations for Fogo in Center City and King of Prussia at Fogo.
3: Trust it wasn't the fourth thing a lunchable. <laughs> I would. You would think <laughs> yeah, there'd yeah. be a fourth option. Yeah, but awesome. yeah.
0: <laughs> will you get a little peckish? But will go with the wrench. Yeah, because I, I, F him. I couldn't why. remember stick. All I got was wrench and belt. So that's a good question. All right, let's see what we have in the entertainment report. Um, after weeks of enduring, which calls a deserved global punishment, Chrissy Teigen has issued a lengthy apology to people that she has hurt. All this was sparked after Courtney Stodden. Told the Daily Beast that she harassed and bullied then on social media for years. She was harassed. Uh, Tegan apologized, calling herself an insecure, attention-seeking troll. Uh, took a break from social platforms and uh, exited her role in Netflix's Never Have I Ever Amid the Controversy. But the criticism continued. Uh, so she says she's in the process of privately reaching out to the people, quote, I insulted. Uh, she said she's truly ashamed by her mean-spirited tweets. She also noted there's no excuse. She said my targets didn't deserve them. No one does. Many of them needed empathy, kindness, understanding, and support, not my meanness masquerading as a kind of casual, edgy humor. She shared, I was a troll, full stop, and I am so sorry. She said, now confront him with some of the things that I said. I cringe at my core. I honestly get sharp stabbing pains in my body randomly remembering my a-hole past, and I deserve it. And she goes on to say that she's, oh. she doesn't want sympathy. She's none of this. She's just apologizing. Uh, She said, I grew up, I got therapy, I got married, had kids, got more therapy, experienced loss and pain, got more therapy and experienced more life, and got more therapy. So she says she's a changed person, essentially. And- well,
3: right now this is between her and the people that she went after. So she's right. got to make peace with them, and they they can they can choose to or not accept her apology. Absolutely, so is
2: she like fully admitting to some of the stuff? Oh, that- she there's or- no two ways about it.
3: Oh, yeah, right. yeah, 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 you can absolutely. It's, it's in writing. Yeah. it's oh, yeah. it's right there. I mean, here's uh, the deal:
6: wishing death upon people, Gabby. Right. She is. Um. She hasn't really, and I I I like her. Don't get me wrong. Uh. But she's she, like, it's not like she stopped being a troll. She just aimed her vitriol at at other people. And so, like, she here has has got caught punching down at, like, a kid and and some of these other things. She's never stopped being outspoken on on Twitter and on the internet. Like, she just, you know, kind of changed who she was aiming at. And I'm not, and I'm just saying, this isn't, like, years ago. This is, like... Months ago, you know what I mean I, she's do you have always, an example I'm not quite following you she um well like you know uh all right, so because I don't want this to be a, a political or a social thing, but like she's you know fairly left leaning and so she might not be she might not have been punching down at like uh Courtney Staden six months ago, but she was definitely punching down at well, I think you're punching at other people. Right, so uh, if, if, if you want to make a case for yourself
3: of checking yourself and doing work on yourself, I think you stop it all. Yeah. And you walk away, yeah. and you make your peace with your people, and perhaps, if you can, pry your goddamn fingers off the phone for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, right? It's true. It's, just, you it's, know, it's absolute, absolutely true. Yeah. Get it, off it, of it. It, it. To me, it's like the equivalent of being um, Hollywood sober. You know, I, 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 I don't do the cocaine anymore. I just drink. Yeah. So do stop it all for a while. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, but but I agree what, what, will you see a fallacy in that no i just don't
0: i don't see the connection but but i I see that uh that yes that clearly the common theme is this social media and going after people in public i 'll
3: explain to you the connection the connection being is if you 're going to take a break from it, take a break from it in total don't don't say i 'm going to stop doing this, but you 're still kind of doing that right in this case that's that 's the correlation for me in this situation okay yeah. All right. Wendy Williams has revealed
0: that her interview with Halle Berry back in 2012 was so great that she didn't wash her boobs for two weeks. Uh, This was during. Well, many
3: people would have stepped up and done it for her. (laughs) This is during an interview
0: with Don Lemon. She said.
8: Are you kidding me?
0: She said, by the end of the conversation, she flicked my boob and winked at me. I didn't wash that boob for two weeks. Uh, she said, I was so scared to meet her. When she walked into the room, everyone stopped. She looked directly at me and smiled, and I smiled back. Suddenly, I wasn't scared. But suddenly, I felt like I'm going to ask her anything I want. And she said, Wendy, girl, you can ask me whatever. And I did. Okay. Uh, meanwhile. <laughs> and
3: it made, the, it made the news.
0: After after shooting her shot last week, Wendy was spotted on a date with actor-comedian Gary Owen.
3: Oh,
6: no kidding. He was a we were supposed to have him on last week, and because he was uh, at oh jeez, was he at Punchline or Helium? I can't remember. Uh, I want to say he was at Helium. What do I know? Wendy him Williams from? was dating him. We, we, yeah, we had him in. Stu- we've had him in studio a couple of different times. Um, here, Press, look over to your left. He's he's a stand-up comedian. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I know that guy. Wait yeah. wait wait. Okay, <laughs> I don't know him as an actor. Yeah. I don't uh, know him as an actor. I know uh, know him as a stand-up comedian. Hands
3: blocked by an arrow.
6: Yeah, N- no, it's is yeah. that
3: guy. Oh, 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 oh! Yeah,
6: yeah you remember oh. him?
0: Yeah, he's. Uh, I remember him. So he, they, I guess they've been out on a date together. Wow. Oh. Okay. Sources say the two were spotted at the reopening of Scott's restaurant. Oh, good. In New York City last <sighs> week.
3: When you were out on a date with Wendy Williams, do you think you can see the sticks that are controlling her hands? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, they were spotted sitting together in a booth, smiling, laughing. What are you going to have
3: for dinner? And talking. <laughs> do you want to start with some abs?
0: So. How about a flatbread? Ew, Maybe there are ew, a couple. I it's so I, gross. I, I, <laughs> do, I do not know. Do you like comics? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is pretty well. Maybe you guys saw the picture of this yesterday. Ewan McGregor's daughter Clara, yes, uh, was set for her first pov- uh, post-COVID red carpet event before a dog injured her face. What? It bit her yes. in the oh, face. God. Is this the one where she had her eyelid
3: bit off a little no. bit?
0: No, no. Okay, because that's like making around, the rounds
3: as well, Preston. It's around her nose. Uh, the the twenty five year old uh, man. Oh she- my god! Oh, yeah. wow. okay. Because there's a, there's a YouTube star who had part of her eyelid bit off. Ugh.
0: Uh, no, you Ewan McGregor's uh, daughter. So the 25-year-old managed to show up to promote her role in The Birthday Cake, which stars her famous father. Uh, she captioned a series of shots on social media, uh, saying, When a dog bite lands you in the ER 30 minutes before the red carpet, thank you uh, to the uh, Mob Museum for having us. And the Birthday Cake movie comes out in theaters and video demand June 18th. I,
3: I can guarantee you I know what she was doing because the same thing happened to me. When you lick your dog's butthole. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. They will freak. They don't want any part yeah, of that.
0: Yeah, uh, So Clara and her father appeared to have made up after she had dubbed him an a-hole on social media for leaving her mom, uh, Eve, uh, for Fargo co-star Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, she was very vocal about that. After that, uh, Clara opened up about her struggles with mental health, uh, writing, I went to uh, a rehab uh, Cirque Lodge for a little while uh, to get myself on track and met the most wonderful people who changed my life. I was so ashamed of my addiction, of my anxiety and depression. I was ashamed of the abuse I had let happen to me. And Ewan is also up and about uh, battling alcohol addiction himself.
3: I wonder, so yeah, and I like Ewan McGregor, and I, yeah, I'm, I I'm glad too. that they made, they made peace. You don't yeah. ever see a, a daughter and a, fa- a father fighting each other. But there has to be a whole bunch of... Residual stuff when every step like you have you have something with your daughter and you're going through a little thing with your daughter mm-hmm. it's not fodder for t m z you know oh yeah, it, imagine adding that into the mix and trying to deal with it uh yeah, and who was uh who was the one uh
0: uh the 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 daughter who looks like she's thirty years old who's a teenager and she's on uh,
3: oh uh, it's um I know you're talking about uh, from from Blade uh, Travis, Travis Barker's, Barker's daughter yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah yeah
0: and that whole thing with the mother imagine that being this public <sighs> yeah tiff i i can't I, and and now i'm just thinking of as a father you know yeah.
5: one of my kids and that going on i can't even Forget imagine it.
0: what that would be like yeah. but yeah.
5: they also feed into it because they put it out there and in the public you know when they make the comments on each other's instagram they do page. they foster it a little bit yeah right. and, and so and and you and the cynical part of me thinks well, you know that feeds right back into the news cycle. No, People are going to be talking about I it. I don't think that's cynical. My dad had a great
3: way of dealing with it. He'd put a he'd get, take me to the table. He'd put a wrench down. Right. Okay. And, <laughs> and <laughs> and by phone.
5: the Lunchable tour.
3: <laughs> um, but that the interesting thing about that is, um,
0: like the the daughter, I I don't, I don't believe that the the mother and daughter are making this plan to do this. I agree on purpose. But you know the daughter is loving the fact yes. that she sees all the reaction well, people are paying attention that she gets to from that. yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous.
3: It's great. My parents are crazy.
0: Speaking of that, Rebel Wilson yeah. wrote, wrote herself a note of encouragement on social media. And Dear she, Rebel. She aims to continue her weight loss journey. Uh, she wrote, I know it's hard right now. I know you're trying to deal with stuff, but let's keep getting up every day and crush it. Crush it. Work work out, hydrate, fuel your body with quality food. Show your brilliant brain and your big heart. You know, and she wrote back to herself, who is this? Uh, Right.
6: uh, New phone, who
9: this? I,
0: (laughs) I, and this is just me being me, I hate...
3: Stuff like that. I hate that. See, I say it to myself. I don't write
0: it there down. There you go. So
3: I don't want someone to find it and hold it against me.
0: Or yeah. you could write it down on a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, um, oh
6: yes, it's a and post it for yourself. Oh yeah, and put it up on your uh, on your mirror or something like that. Yeah, but she might not be doing this just for herself, right? She. i doing this for everyone. She might be. You, yeah. know? No. you know, you never know who's going to take encouragement from from things that you have been able to do and, and okay, able well, to you accomplish. know what? Then I might use a different
0: um, uh, perspective, I guess, as as opposed to "Dear Me." It might be, "Hey, I'm going through this crap. If you are, you can do it. You too. can." Yeah, there we go. You I like I mean? that approach. But that's,
3: yeah. I guess, it's all subjective. On send fifteen ninety five from my manual on how you two can make a change in your life. There you go.
6: I uh, uh, <laughs> look for season two of Pooch Perfect. Well, so here's the deal. She didn't write "Dear Rebel." You know, she wrote, hey, babe. And so that, you know, that could be. Who calls himself babe? Exactly.
3: Unless you're a pig. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. Uh, so she, you know, even though she says, hey, babe, uh, she may be talking to everybody else out there okay. and, and not herself.
0: It's being reported as a note to herself. Right. Do you know right, what's funny, right. though, um, is
3: that she she's catching crap for the weight loss. Yeah. And I'm like, and there are people, I, I get it. You know, you don't want to body shame people or whatever. Yeah. But she's trying to get healthy. Yeah, yeah exactly. there's no argument that <laughs> by doing can't this you win. You, you That's can't, the can. thing. You, you can't
0: win. You cannot if win.
2: If yeah. you're fat, they call you fat. Yeah, and then if you lose weight, yeah, you were body shamed into doing it. Well,
0: what you know what they might want to do is is with this because shut off the internet. No, well yes, <laughs> yes. please. <laughs> Step one. Shut it off. <laughs> when I when I read these stories and I decide what I'm going to report upon in in this particular segment, a lot of times I leave out you know and Twitter reacted. You know, Twitter yeah, fired. Yeah, yeah. Back. What is Twitter? Yeah. It,
3: it, it could, it, President. It could be three people
0: who well, posted the something. How about and a that, percentage, right,
3: of, of what amount of comment? Eighty-five people currently on Twitter. Eighty-five percent of all people currently using Twitter say this. Yeah. There were numbers that broke down uh, on Twitter. What causes a something on Twitter to tra- t- to trend? Try saying that two tree toads tied together. And the um, and it, it so of all the people using Twitter at once, it can be like eight percent of the people yeah. can cause something to trend. And it, it reminds me of, and the people who hyper-focus
0: on that in their in their feed and yes. what they read from people in the negative comments, it reminds me of, Steve, of that, that episode of Frasier <laughs> where there's a focus group and yeah. he's on the other side of the mirror and he's yeah. watching yeah. Them, them talk about his radio show and everybody loves it. One guy's kind of like, meh, I don't, you know, I'm not into it. That's it. And it just gets in his mind, and it just festers. Right. And and he's a psychologist. He's a psychologist. Um, So I think that's just what happens regularly. No, I think you're right. And it's hard to, to, for some people, to... Disregard that. So, anyhow. Anywho. People were curious about Rebel Wilson and if she's okay because she posted journey, that note she, to herself. All right. Speaking of social media, Rob, Rob, uh, Margot Robbie is taking a break from social media. The star told her 23.7 million Instagram followers alongside a shot of herself celebrating Promising Young Woman story, Carrie Mulligan. Uh, she wrote, jumping off social media for the time being. Check out uh, Lucky Chapin, uh Lucky Chap Entertainment, if you're interested in what we're up to. Otherwise, chow for now. But the last time she had posted anything was in May and she had shared a video from uh, a Chanel's Cruise uh, 2021-22
3: it's Channels, show. Preston.
0: Is it Channels? No, okay, Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, and somebody, one commenter, here I am focusing on one commenter, yeah, but it yeah. wrote, girl, you were already off social media. Love you, though. So she doesn't really post that often, yeah. so it's not that I big don't, of
3: a deal. I, so I will post, I will go through little spurts, like a, like a bad porn star, and yeah. I will, um, uh, you know, and then that's it. I see people who are post with obsessive regularity, and I'm like, where do you find the time? How much of that yeah, do you think too. is generational? Like, I, um, I, I'm, I'm, cause... It's funny, because, Nick, some people that I know who, who you would think would be well out of that range, that age range, are, are the most fanatical. My kids don't post anything.
0: Do they? Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, Carter, Good. Carter has an Instagram account. I don't think he's ever posted one thing on it, and he really doesn't spend much time the on it. The more you so. can...
3: Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think in many ways it is, uh, it, it is a detriment. I think it can... Stall development. Yeah. It can stall social skills. Yeah, f- uh, you know, no, you can't say any blanket statement. But no, look, look at all depends, the stuff we're talking about. It, it depends yeah. on how you use it. It depends yeah. on how you use it. Yeah, if you f- use it to post pictures of your
6: feet and food you're eating, then it's perfect. Then it's fine. My 14 year old son uh, virtually doesn't post at all. My 15 year old daughter will only post for like her friends' birthdays to say, you know, like love yeah. you, you're the best. Yeah. yeah. Well, now it's not that, but it's you know, it's it's a way more supportive thing. Good. Uh, I don't think anybody. Doesn't matter how famous you are, you don't need to announce that you're leaving social media for any period of time. Because guess right. what, you people do really it. aren't going to notice. Like, I know you're you just right. stop posting. And
3: where's Margot Robbie? Ben. Yeah, right. Yeah.
6: yeah, Honey, I was just
3: wondering. I know your work. I'm gonna leave a message <laughs> for you. Have you seen anything from Mar- Margot Robbie? I got it. I got a, a direct message from somebody asking me why someone else hadn't posted in a while. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my! God. I, 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 it was of genuine concern, but I'm like, well, why didn't you just? Direct message them.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like when we get emails for each other. Can you tell Steve yeah, that yeah, I yeah. said I'm like, why don't you tell Steve? I <laughs> I,
0: I, I, do I seem unapproachable? <laughs> you know what? If anybody will ever contact me, direct message yeah. and ask why I haven't posted in a while, I'll just say, go check my fake accounts. <laughs> <laughs> go posted... check the ones that present pretend to be me, and they'll post some stuff and <laughs> make you. Does out? it
3: depress you when like pretend Preston's more dynamic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Got to admit, I'm he, a little jealous of it. That, <laughs> that guy's living the life. Uh, he takes great pictures. Look at him. He's out all the time.
0: <laughs> all right. Here's a weird story. Rob Riggle's divorce is getting complicated. Per TMZ, he has filed new legal documents accusing his wife of 21 years, Tiffany, of spying on him. Yeah. And stealing $28,000 from an emergency fund. Uh, he claims that she hacked into his Apple account and downloaded texts and photos and began uh, surveilling his office and home
3: with a hidden camera. Ooh. Yeah. so Um, They share two kids together. The ease with which you can do this now, Preston, I I put in that that small little GoPro camera, that magnetic camera. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they are that small. They are tracking devices on phones. If you wanted to do anything like this, you know, so so if you're going through a divorce, how often does it happen where a lawyer says, hey, could you put something in the office? Right,
0: right. Uh, But Rob uh, has been granted a restraining
3: order against her, by the way, so it's gotten... You Glee. I love time. his so his show is the um uh it's the the, the putt golf, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. Uh, it's, it's so good.
5: Three yeah. D and two D. Yeah. Both uh, hosts are great. The yeah. the other guy, I always forget his name, but he's he's really good too. He was a um on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. I don't know if you remember that or not, but like he was he's a really good host. Both and they work well together.
0: Dude yeah. that show had me and when they, they set one of the people on fire one time. It was so funny. And they're they're playing miniature golf. <laughs> no,
5: it's
4: awesome. Great.
0: Uh, Kendall Jenner's team restrained yet another intruder on the grounds of her home this weekend. Uh, TMZ reports he has been seen on site before, and this time he was taken into custody with a minor injury sustained during his altercation with security. So I don't know if it's the same guy I talked about yesterday I think or it's another not.
3: guy, Preston. Oh, I, 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 I think actually they, people in the neighborhood say that you can actually hear the conga playing as as they start to go into the front lawn. Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 kun, the stalkers. <display> uh. Wow.
0: Well. Uh, Titus Burgess can't wait to guest host Bachelor in Paradise. He'll be taking turns with, if you haven't heard all the names, now we've mentioned David yeah, Spade yeah. before, but also Lance Bass and Lil Jon. Lil John, uh, along with Titus Burgess, uh, Burgess. yeah, they're going to so, be
3: taking turns. Uh, David Spade and Titus Burgess are my two favorites right now.
0: Uh, Burgess told Page Six, "Non-scripted TV is my guilty pleasure. I absolutely love it. It'll be like a, ho- a hog in an S in S hosting the show. I'll be like a hog in S hosting the show." He said.
3: So you know it's going to be great. Here is for the first time ever. So you, you, Chris Harrison was sort of an antiseptic removed, right? Uh, if they do this right, they will let them um, oh, yeah. excoriate these. Oh, so many of these guys are such dumbasses. <laughs> to be uh,
0: honest, it'll take it to the level where it needs to be. Right, right. If they will let David Spade be David Spade, right. and comment and, and have and, Adam, and have fun, yes, it'll, it'll. They'll be saying the things that we're thinking, right? Which is awesome. So. Then I might watch uh, the Broadway star Titus Burgess uh, added that he loves the drama, the fun, the reality. And all of the hot men. I mean, all the hot people, he said. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. What was his uh, What was his wine song, Nick? Um, oh, my God. P- Pinot. Uh, um, what, uh, you watched it, right? Yeah, you I watched I it I with watch 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 Kimmy Kim Schmidt. Schmidt. Yeah.
0: Kim I didn't yeah. see all of it, so I might not have seen it. Yeah, uh, but
3: it's the fun. It, he built this whole. <laughs> his storyline was genius, and he was so good on the show. Excellent. All
0: right. Uh, let's see. I think we've got time for one more. Um, Case, you'll love this. Okay. Perfect Strangers.
6: Yeah. Oh. It's the
0: latest classic comedy to get a reboot.
6: Oh, okay. With, like, the original stars? No, or? female
0: oh. cast. It will be Robin Theed and London Hughes set as leads. Uh, the project, which is a development, it's in development as a series at HBO Max, will be written by a black lady sketch show creator and star, Theed, Robin Theed. Uh, The streamer has given the half-hour multi-camera comedy a script development deal. It will follow perfect strangers Deja, who will be played by Thede, and Poppy, who will be played by Hughes, who unexpectedly discover they are half-sisters when they both inherit a one-bedroom apartment above a trap yoga studio in Fort Greene, Brooklyn.
3: So this could be really good, because have you ever seen the Black Lady Sketch Show? No. It's very funny. I mean, like... (laughs) Like, they, re- they really go uh, to the limit, and it's it's very well written. So it might be a pretty good case. I know you're a purist.
6: Nah, I'm not really feeling this one. All right, but you're feeling the theme song, right? You remember I'm, the lyrics, don't so you? Yeah. The thunder, <laughs> the wind and haze, I was bound for better days.
4: Love, Come
3: on. Uh, My
6: dream, nothing's gonna stop me now. <laughs>
3: What is that is that a guitar
0: No. Nah, well it's it's supposed to be a um uh harmonica it's but it's hooter. probably it's probably a yeah, the um, synthesizer
6: The synthesizer
0: yeah. was
5: just the 10 of us in that universe yes no way. just the 10 of us was and growing that, yeah that was uh yeah coach lubbock yeah that was the growing growing oh, universe, okay yeah, yeah. What, yeah. About, what about uh family matters were they were they related? that was from nypd blue okay
0: uh the series <laughs> is produced by warner brothers television with uh Thede, executive producing via her for better
6: or Worse. it might have been family matters i want to say no. uh just the ten of us was was no no no. He's asking if Family Matters was part of Perfect Strangers yeah, universe because I think cousin Larry Appleton and the uh, the mom in Family Matters might have worked together. And
5: didn't Reginald Vel Johnson make appearances on uh, on Perfect Strangers? Like didn't wasn't there a crossover there at some point? Mm-hmm. Huh. You know, what right? I know. So I was. What was his job in Family Matters? Was he a cop or Mike? He, I... okay. he was a mercenary. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wait. In what? In Family Matters. In Family Matters. Oh yeah yeah the father.
6: Yeah
5: yeah, yeah. so yeah okay it was a he spinoff. Was a for, from Perfect Strangers. Yeah. But that was a different universe than... Um, Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. Okay,
0: so I didn't watch Perfect Strangers. I knew a little bit about it, but right. I did watch Family Matters. Family Matters is a Perfect Strangers spinoff. Yeah, the mom, yeah.
6: I
5: think, did, did they work? To, oh, okay, hang on. I think you're right, Case. Okay. I think the mom worked, that. worked in right the here. same office as uh, Larry Appleton. Family and Matters was
3: a spinoff of per- oh. Perfect Strangers developed by the same team of writers and producers. Yeah. Uh, they, a lot of times there were these just paper-thin connections to another show. Right.
6: Yeah. And
3: right. Uh, so, yeah, does that make sense to you, Case?
6: Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Family Matters, man, as stupid as that Urkel character was, as telegraphed
6: as a lot of those jokes were, I found it funny.
3: Yeah, I don't was, know why. Listen, it I was did. it was light,
6: fair yep, yep. on a Friday night. There is a, a mantra that I'll use from time to time. I'll go uh three two one one two three. What the heck is bothering me? And that was from Family Matters. Really? Yeah, and I uh use it all the time.
3: I did well, I'll do it in my head. So is is die Hard...
6: A uh, spinoff of Family Matters. Family Matters is a uh, is a spinoff of Die Hard. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think Die Hard came first. Oh, okay. Die Hard did come first. I don't know. I think. Well, he no.
0: played the same oh, no, character. No, you're right. Yeah. No, you're you're right because I remember seeing an interview with him. Yeah. And he he got the uh, he got that Die Hard role and it was like a life changer for him.
6: Yeah. Um Okay. Because he
0: played Powell, was yeah. the name of the character. He was a Die cop in Die Hard. Yeah. And
6: it was so tough on him. He's like, I got to get out of here. I got to move to an easier city. I'm going to go to the, Chicago. Go to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a lot lighter there.
0: When did Die Hard come out? I want to look at the, at the timeline here. Yeah. Uh,
5: yeah. Check it out. Uh, Die Hard would precede Family Matters. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Family Matters came out in 89. Die Hard was 88. So there you yeah. go. Okay. All right. Anyhow, moving on. Wait, what is this? The crossovers?
0: crossovers? Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Well, hang on real quick. So, uh, this reboot of, uh, what was the show? Perfect Strangers <laughs> uh, comes as a part of a, a Thede's overall deal with uh, the studios, which signed her last year. Her A Black Lady Sketch Show recently aired its second season and has been renewed for a third season on HBO. All right, I'll, I'll go through this Venn
3: diagram right. later there on. We go. All All right. Right. We'll uh, make it a big segment.
0: Yeah, we got to do clips here. Oh, yeah. So, let's get into that. A ruthless hitman faces moral dilemma when he receives orders to kill a call girl in *American Badger*. Ooh. And here, star uh, Kirk Coet explains the challenges of being a director and an actor at the same time.
10: I'm not going to be in in one of my own films again. It's it's too much, man. It's too much. It really is like. Especially in indie films, like I'm putting out fires and we've got guys are like yelling at me, Okay, we're getting ready to Roll and then I gotta like snap into this character and try to like act. Ah.
2: I don't I don't wanna I don't <laughs> think I wanna see it. American,
0: <laughs>
3: American Badger
0: uh, is available for streaming today on Apple
3: T V. Wouldn't like a, a, a full adult Badger stand out in this yeah, role? Right? Yes, Probably. you would think so. Yeah.
0: Next clip. Lego Masters, the competition show where builders compete in uh, challenges, they complete challenges, is back for its second season. In this clip, host and producer Will Arnett talks about the unique element that was added to the competition this series this season. Here we go.
4: People also like it when you, when you break Lego. I th- they they kind of love slash hate it when you do it. So we just did it a lot. And we were exploding. We, we actually had like an actual explosive expert in there lacing some of the builds with explosives. Anyway.
0: New episode of Lego Master airs tonight at 8, and that is on Fox, by
3: the way. Yeah, they are actually blowing some of the stuff up, Preston, which wow. is interesting.
0: By the way, we had a text that came in and said that uh, Small Wonder is actually a part of the Saw universe. Huh. <laughs> that, uh, I didn't know that that was that's the Saw movies came from interesting. Small Wonder. Or I have Vicky? no idea. Yeah. yeah.
5: yeah. Billy Corgan was in that.
0: Uh, Listen, uh, as we mentioned that, I actually have uh, a copy of Spiral from the Book of Saw to give away. I kid you not.
6: (laughs) Uh, Cousin so, Harriet, or, or the neighbor Harriet, is in this movie. We can
0: take uh, three callers at 215-263-WMMR. We'll take the first three callers, and we'll give you a, um, a video-on-demand rental code to see Spiral from the Book of Saw, if you're interested. So
3: instead of Jigsaw, is it Urkel that's doing it all? Maybe that is <laughs> it. I the key that? is in
0: your abdomen. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. If you want to yourself from the manacles, the key is in your abdomen. All right. Call now. Let's get you on board. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment this Tuesday morning is underway. We will be right back.
11: Why talk on the phone? Just text MMR at 39333. Send requests, comments, or text songs for what we're playing 24-7. The MMR short code. Always open. Never busy. 39333.
0: Hey, I got something I want to bring up, but real quick, Steve. I meant to to get to this in the entertainment report. I haven't heard this yet. It was a piece of audio you have of Tom Hiddleston doing an Owen Wilson impression. Yeah,
3: they're of course uh, together in the new Loki series, uh-huh. which is I watched. The, did you watch the first episode? No, I got. I, I want to watch it's it with great. my daughter. And it's great.
0: I got to find the time to do it, but yeah, I, I hear it's fantastic. He's, he's and
3: he's a great mimic, and yeah. he does an Owen Wilson impression. I got to hear this. Yeah. All right, here we
1: go. Is not this simpler? Um, you know, like. Is this not your 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 natural state? Um, you know, it, you know, it, it's the unspoken truth of humanity that uh, that you know you crave you know, subjugation. So uh,
0: uh, he's doing the whole line yeah, from yeah, the right. Avengers. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Nice. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah>. My pleasure. <laughs> you know, for God's sake, just you know, like. Neil, <laughs> I'm Loki of Asgard,
6: you know, I'm, you know, I'm burdened with glorious purpose, that's all, like, it's, wow,
0: wow, you are throw a wow, um, so I saw this, uh, this interesting article about um, your decor, your home decor, uh, and this one targets people who have reached 30 years and over, and this is from an interior designer, and they list the 10 things, <sighs> You should not have in your home after you're thirty years old. <laughs> Pay attention, Kathy. You're two years away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I love you. No, Wait, I, thought...
2: I I wanna guess one thing that's on there because oh, it's one thing that I have.
0: Go ahead and then I will right. I'll let you know yes or no and then I'll give you the description.
2: Yaffa blocks.
0: I don't even know what that is. Yaffa blocks are
3: like uh, crates. Um,
2: That you stack, they click together, and you can kind of make like shelves.
3: A perennial in college College. dorms.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Absolutely.
3: It's not on
0: this list, but yeah, Uh, I would would think so. That's
2: why, like, when I see people over a certain age, I'm like, that's cute. You still have Yaffa blocks? And
0: they're usually like a, like, a, you know, the bright pink or yellow or something yeah, I mean, like they that have maybe. black and white ones oh, they do too, okay. like
2: plain colored ones but yes you can get them in like any color Preston oh, okay. <laughs> I
3: had um I had Lewis from uh, Morris Animal Refuge and uh Lucy Nolan formerly of uh, fox twenty nine they were over doing charity stuff with my wife and I and you know okay, they're taking the tour of the house and I, <laughs> I'm up in my bedroom so let me put on that list Preston fifty or sixty Batman statues. Is that something that you probably It might be.
0: Yeah. All right. Let, let me mention a couple of things. Uh so it says there are some new things to embrace on the home front and some old things that you have to leave behind. Here are ten of the latter. Uh inflatable furniture. Yeah. Uh, it says, made from plastic and full of hot air, inflatable seating is the KT price of furniture, and you need to part ways with it ASAP.
2: I had, that. I had like, a blow-up chair in college.
0: Uh, the only thing in your life that should be blowing up is your social media accounts of so banishes Dated nightmare from your place and let your butt experience the joy of sitting on
3: foam i i I find inflatable stuff very uncomfortable i hated them i
2: don't even know why we had it it doesn't anchor to anything like
5: it it, it no and you wobble all over the place and you sweat your ass off yeah your legs are all askew and And it's full of air yeah yeah i never uh
0: i never had I, i mean i did i did have a piece of uh Inflatable furniture But I never used it Because I it, Like you said It was just Yeah uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable No stability to well, it at all and You then want something a,
3: with a back
2: And then I got a cat And, you forget it and <laughs> yeah forget yeah. that
3: yeah.
0: I have a question How are those And there's a store At the King of Prussia Mall Really overpriced
3: Big Kind of bean bag yeah, Type of yeah. things They're great oh, Are stuff? they great? Yeah Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah They're really
2: comfortable awesome. Are they great? Awesome.
3: Yeah They, I mean, they are expensive are they, they, but They have ones that Like if you want a firm Backing to it They mm-hmm. They have variations they are very expensive, Preston. Oh, very. They are also, very comfortable, though.
6: They, I mean, they offer sectionals where I mean, you can basically build whatever sectional couch you want. Okay. One and um, and you got a great couch for fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, but but it is expensive. Yeah.
0: We're looking at a picture of what looks like a giant dog bed uh, <laughs> yeah, for human yeah, yeah. beings. That looks pretty fun. It does yeah. look good. Okay. Uh, also on here now, this one's kind of. Um, I I don't know. It says your mattress, your your share house mattress. It says your mattress should be treated like Joan Rivers treated her face. Replace it every 10 years. (laughs) Uh, If you still have the one that you owned in your share house or worse, your teenage bedroom, uh, let it be known. There are dust mites inside it older than Sir Ian McKellen. Avoid the impending uh, Cairo bill and get yourself a new one immediately, if not sooner. I told you guys. Several years before I got my sleep number bed, yeah. the bed that I had was probably from 19, the mattress I have was probably from like 1967. Well, it was really? from your home
6: growing up, wasn't it? Was it was my not? parents.
3: Yeah. yeah. And, it,
0: and it just was handed over to me when I eventually moved right. out. And oh, you I didn't just, want
6: to bring your uh, water bed with you? I
0: did. <laughs> I, had, I, I had two
6: bedrooms.
0: Uh, I, I had a real cheap two-bedroom so, apartment, so I put that one in the other room. So could that have been the bed you were conceived on? Oh yeah, 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 probably. Yeah. Oh
2: my God, is not that yeah. wild?
0: Yeah, that is That's wild. Weird. Yeah. Did you uh, did you attempt to conceive it was on that? So old, it was sold. So I think I told you guys yeah. about it. It had whatever the brand name was. It had a Confederate flag on it. <gasps> oh my God! I <laughs> kid you not. Wow,
3: wow. So um, Rebel yeah, beds. <laughs> it was I, something like that. Yeah. I tell you what though, it's like true. with the current, like the mattresses, like with with a sleeve number, it's it's a twenty year, you know.
2: Yeah, but you know what? Those, those mattress warranties. So this, so uh, I was thinking when you were talking about this, about caring for the mattress. And, and getting, I care for it. But getting the mattress cover and all that. Because if you have one stain on it, it your warranty is no good. Is that right? Yes. So like if you have a kid that, that has slept in your bed and, you know, maybe peed the bed one night or something yeah. like that. And you didn't have a waterproof mattress cover. Done. Huh.
6: What if an adult pees your bed?
2: Well, <laughs> same thing, I guess. What if
6: that's so, what you're into? So the mattress that I'm sleeping on now is literally the first new mattress I ever uh, slept on in my life. And how old is it? Oh, eight years old. We, we okay. bought it when, when we got our new house. So. I, have,
5: uh, I have a spare bedroom that's my son's bedroom when he's not living with us. And uh, occasionally I'll sleep on that bed during the week. It's time to get a new one. That's what, it's been around for too long, and uh, yeah. I, just, I need to invest in a new mattress at this point. My sleep number mattress right now, which is a 360,
3: which is the greatest bed ever made, is about um, four years old. Okay. And then prior to that, my other sleep mattress, sleep number mattress was 10 years old?
6: No, every bed that I slept on um, was uh, hand-me-down, essentially. Huh. Uh, Somebody texted in was asking if the name of my mattress
0: was Racist mattress, <laughs>
4: <laughs> Racist Mattresses. Uh,
6: but it doesn't I, roll off the tongue that way.
0: No, it doesn't. That's kind of a Rebel Mattress is better. But um, my, uh, I slept in my, my wife's bed. We sleep in separate bedrooms. And uh, the other night, because we had uh, um, her parents staying over, and... From where she sleeps, she sleeps in the same spot all the time. There a is divot,
3: divot in the yeah. bed.
2: I yeah. couldn't huh. sleep in it. But, but th- I think that's time to get a new mattress. Totally, you've a got a like, yeah. do, do you?
3: Yeah. Do, do you flip the mattress, right? Uh, that's, you can, yeah. Right? Yeah, but see,
2: mine's a pillow top, so you can't flip it.
6: Okay, oh, yeah.
3: Kathy, I
2: can like ro- turn it around and like yeah. rotate, but I can't flip it. Huh. you know, 180.
6: Kath, right. did you see Burt Kreischer's uh, Instagram post the other day?
2: I, I commented. I was like, this, this is not an excuse. This is not okay. Bert Kreischer yeah. stayed in a hotel. And what did he say? He didn't... He, this is the
6: first time. I haven't washed my, my bed wash sheets, sheets since... I got here in Serbia. Can you tell which side of the bed I sleep on? Preston, look at this picture. It was here. A stain. We'll it. like, <laughs> it's like a
2: stain on the pillow and a stain down one side uh, of the bed.
6: it's a little sweaty.
2: But he goes, I'm not like, I forget what he said. He goes, I'm not the, the uh, sheet washing type. I was like, no, no, that's not a real excuse.
0: That's funny. <laughs> All right, so another thing you need to get rid of if you're over 30 years old, soft toys on your bed. Uh, It says, despite him being half-naked, there's nothing sexy about Winnie the Pooh, nor is there a rational explanation for having him on your bed. We also
6: don't need stupid pillows that we don't use, okay? past the age of
0: 18. (laughs) Hang on. I'll I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, And that's being generous. If you want a potential suitor to explore your honeypot... You need to ditch your the soft toys and replace them with some decorative
6: cushions instead. No, you don't. Get
0: rid yeah, of don't all of
2: throw it. do that. You don't have to throw that stuff out. Like if that means something to you, yeah. you like put that away in <laughs> sure. in a memory box or in a bin. But it should not Winnie the Pooh should not be on your bed. Do
3: you remember the the there was an episode of Cheers where Sam goes over to um, Diane's apartment and she's got tons of stuffed animals on her bed and he throws them all out the window. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um so Casey to decorative <clears throat> pillows. Now you're you're not saying this is not in line with what this uh um interior designer says here, but I'm with you on the functionality of uh of those things. Yeah. They're they're simply decorative and and some people we uh we, there's
3: like, you know, six of them on on uh It's, wait, too, much, it. it's too much. It's too much to move at the when you're going into when you're going into bed at night. So I have a I have three pillows and I use all three pillows. So I have, yeah. Kathy, we have 12. 12 12 pillows? Four of of them are functional.
2: Oh, okay. I have 13 that are not functional.
0: That That are are not not
2: functional? What? Oh, so you got that? So it's an
6: odd number. So you have one that sits in the middle?
2: Uh, it kind of sits off to the side.
6: Wait a second. It's a skew? It's not even like
3: a... It's like a
2: roll. It's a roll pillow. Symmetrical.
3: Oh, yeah. One of those rounds sort of... Yeah, one of the rounds like... That that is completely uncomfortable.
2: (laughs) I literally... Like, I, I remember buying them, too. I went to Bloomingdale's, and I looked at the bed, and I was like... I'm gonna do that, and I just yeah. did my version of it.
0: There's a great scene in uh, Along Came Polly uh, where yes. he, he says he does the math. He's <laughs> like, I've, I've done the math about how much time we waste taking the pillows off and putting them back on the bed. It's like, useless. There's no point of it. And I like it when he stabs he, them. Yeah, he he them. them. he, he
3: rips them, them
5: apart. He that them seems them apart. incredibly cathartic to yes. me. Yes,
3: I can make like I get up in the morning and I make my bed. It takes me 40 seconds. Like, like it's like it's done, and, uh, I, and I sleep on top of all the covers. But all my pillows, bum bum bum, and I'm ready to go. I'm we used to have a situation where my wife has a ton of pillows uh, uh, uh before we started sleeping in separate bedrooms it was like oh, here we go uh, da da move over and all that stuff it's a nightmare. Cathy you don't you get up so early you don't have to make your bed in the morning.
0: Well, yeah, well
2: here here's the thing I this is what I was going to tell you it was the majority of the time uh they're on the bench at the bottom of the bed they don't even <laughs> make it onto the bed uh occasionally because it is it's a pain in the ass they're big like yeah. they're so occasionally I will Make them, and you talked about uh we. What do we talk about making? Oh, stripping the sheets and, and making the bed and stuff like that when people. Leave. So if I have people over, not that I'm inviting people upstairs right, into right, my right. bedroom ever, right? Um, but I will make the bed in case something and happens. Sure. To like, have you ever
3: made the bed with tennis still in it <laughs> uh, and put the pillows over his head? Yeah. All right, so
6: so the uh, push down
2: really hard the, plush,
6: <laughs> the cats,
0: the plush toys, and so forth on the bed. They need to go. As according to this interior all right. designer. All right, here's another one: plastic cups, plate, or cutlery. Oh, shut up! We use those all the time. There <laughs>
6: we, you? Well, but we I use paper like plates it's okay all the time
2: to reintroduce those when you have kids mm-hmm. and like they're just constantly using plates, like for a little while until they can start to like, so, put so their own dishes in the dishwasher. Like
3: when summer rolls around and we're eating outside, uh, the 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 plastic stuff comes out, like like a hard plastic, like decorative.
2: But I think that's different than like, than
3: like plastic plates. But like having that plates? all the
2: time, that that's your uh, like your cutlery is. Yeah, plastic. you,
3: you got to have some real deal stuff, especially if you're like a young if you're a single guy and you want to make an impression, and you have someone over to your apartment. Yeah. You got to have actual dishes and stuff.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Made of. Um... Yeah. Yeah. They're not necessarily or China, or, or, but yeah, yeah, whatever material, some kind of ceramic Wheel material. Teeth. All right, here's another one old trophies. No, you keep those. And
6: you... Wait, I... No, I Especially you. when you win field day. Right? When you Case? win field day and you have to just remind <laughs> your former classmates 30 years later that you are the champion of the world. Uh, field day. You
3: won that? that? Yes.
2: We didn't get to have field day this year, but anyway. Um, oh man! So somebody just told uh, just told me what to do with all of those. Um, he took all of his trophies and took the plate off of them because they're really oh, the trophies yeah. are generic. Everybody has the same one. Yeah. You might even have you right. know a, a plenty, you know, a couple that are the same. He took all the plates off and had them um, put on like a plaque, like so mounted. Has, okay, so he has all of them listed on the one plaque, and so oh, it's just cool. one thing instead of having all of these.
0: I guess if trophies. listen, yeah. So I've I've only won you know three or four trophies in my entire life from whatever I did throughout uh, my life as a kid. But there are some people who were in uh, you know all kinds of sports, right. especially for, like if you get into uh, fields like uh, horses and uh, and gymnastics, right? Where there's like award after award after award after award, that makes total sense, Kathy. Where you can put it
3: on one, di- you know, a or By the way, like if, that. if you have something that's a really unique looking trophy, but Kathy's right, they all come from the same trophy companies. Yeah, and so it's all it's all pretty similar. Yeah, my nephew
0: is into BMX bicycle right, racing, right, right. and he's got. Like a room full of trophies. And eventually it's going to go. have to go away. So the the little plaque thing, yeah. that's, a, that's a really good idea. Well, but, once
3: once you realize that it all means nothing, yeah. then you <laughs> uh,
5: then you empty out the room. Real quick, uh, Just uh, you mentioned BMX Preston. We're going to have, um, uh, there's a, a local BMX rider. She's going to be the Olympics. And she's going to be oh, wow. in the studio in a couple of weeks. I forgot oh, so, to tell you guys. Yeah, but she's from um, uh, Pottstown. And uh, she, yeah, she's going to represent the United States in the Olympics. That's uh, later awesome. summer, yeah. I'll, I'll, I, I'll, I'll let you guys know about it when it comes have together. Have
0: her bring her trophies. Okay. Tell my nephew about yeah, uh, Kathy, here you go. Um, dream catchers. Oh, thank oh what a great God. wedding gift! That is, right,
12: <laughs>
0: this says, if you had dream catchers above your bed since you were a kid and you're now over 30, you've caught all the dreams you're gonna catch.
12: <laughs>
6: it's over, and
0: at this point, like Beyonce's song, it's less sweet dream and more beautiful nightmare. Consider something above your bed, like a mirror, instead. I know, so
3: you can take a long, hard
0: look at yourself.
3: I think you can have a dream catcher if you have a smoke signal blanket that you're still using as well. (laughs) Because then you're really immersed in it. But uh, they they can be lovely, but after a while, they just all get thrown out.
0: You ever see a dream catcher uh, hanging from somebody's rearview mirror before? Yes.
3: It's a little, Mm -hmm. uh, by my reckoning, view-obstructive. Yeah, it's a little obstructive, isn't it? All right, so. It's like the... uh, (laughs) The tassels from your graduation, uh, camp.
6: yeah, yeah, yeah. Kathy, uh, it's not real, is it?
2: No, it's not catching anything. How do you it's ever dust. know? Does, does the bin dust. fill up? Do you have
6: like an inbox in your dream catcher? <laughs> All
0: right, these are things you should get rid of. By the way, get...
3: dude, do, does here's a question Can a dream catcher inadvertently catch a nightmare?
5: I think that's oh. part of what it's about, yeah, right? It is. Yeah. It is. is it supposed to shave off the nightmares? Yep. It's yeah. Supposed to protect. And then what do you do? Do you empty it in the toilet? <laughs> right. Yeah, you just dump it out of it. It's kitty yeah. litter, toilet, whatever. Yeah. Put out recycling yeah. if you want.
0: Okay. Uh, so here are things that you should get rid of if you're over 30, according to this interior designer paper floor lamps. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it says like bad hangovers and itches down there. The paper floor lamp is a <laughs> rite of passage when living in a share house through your 20s. Now that you're all grown up, it's time to purchase a lamp that won't topple over when someone exhales or passes wind in the room. Wait, so I wait a second. If, they're, if, they're oh, talking about I it, if
2: I see.
3: If they're talking about a share house, they're talking about you with other people? <laughs> not, Roommates. Okay. All I, right. I assume that's
0: what yeah, it these is. These
2: are so. all, like, typical college. Yeah, Sure. This is before. Ikea
3: stuff.
5: Yeah. But yeah, some would,
3: people hang on to it,
5: you know? Well, yeah, when you graduate college and you need furniture, you take the stuff with you, and so right. it yep. ends up in your first and second and third apartments. Mm-hmm. You know what I got that's pretty cool, though? I got, I like the very thin. Have you seen the very thin? Thin
3: lights that are just um you, you can change the colors. It's something I thought I wouldn't like.
2: Oh yeah. You like, know what I'm talking about? And they have like the sticky back to them? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're
3: they're not bad. I thought they'd be I, very cheesy, but they're not bad. I'm I'm not sure what you're talking about.
2: If any are any type of lights on there on the list?
3: No, just that. Okay.
2: Okay, so this is like... It's like an LED strip light. Kind yeah. of oh, thing. strips. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I use them for the the drum videos I was making. I use those yeah. for accent lighting right, and stuff like right. that. They're not yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah no, they, they they work great. Yeah. My daughter put some uh, under her bed.
6: I loved it. And yeah, uh, it,
0: it lights up this little skirt. It's almost like, you know, the cars that used to have yes, the undercarriage lighting. Sure. So it's kind of like that. So, so yeah, those like things fun. are great. You can do some really creative stuff. I put them on the back... Of my television, right. uh, to create
3: theater lighting, right, right. Uh, right. So, cool. so
0: when you when you turn the lights off in the room, there's a light you can you can dim it
3: down a little bit, and there's
0: just a light uh, light behind right. the TV screen.
3: Have you seen the ones they have now? So it reacts to the video that's on the screen. So oh, if you have if you cool. if there's like a fire going across the screen, the backlighting that you have around your TV will light that flame behind the TV. So it has to somehow or another be synced up with the movie itself? I don't know how the tech goes, but if there's like explosions, the light behind Mm. the TV will light up against the wall. It's pretty cool.
2: Have you ever tried to take them down?
3: uh not yet
0: yeah it's
2: gonna tear your drywall
0: oh with the uh with using the back strip on that yeah Yeah. just move and give it to the new people sometimes you have a hard time just getting it to stick in the first place but who knows all right so uh another thing you should remove if you're over 30 according to this interior designer anything galactic it says anything remotely related to the solar system or astrology you mean like uh like uh glow-in-the-dark stars Uh, Yeah, stuff like that is best left on morning TV with Mystic Mystic Meg. Uh, Quilt cover sets with suns, moons, and stars on them. Not permitted. Glow-in-the-dark tat stuck on the ceiling. Yeah. Absolutely not.
3: Artworks depicting the planets solely for fifth graders, it says. When those first came out, though, I got them. I loved them. Yeah, stuff like this. Preston, so we're, we're looking at a picture of a picture of the moon and the stars. I have my Saturn V model rocket that Steve got me for <laughs> yeah.
0: my fiftieth birthday. Yeah, that thing's awesome. But that's, that's why data. you have
6: kids so you can do it all over again,
0: right? So if, and, uh, if, and if as, as an adult, it's for
3: yeah.
6: them, but it's for you, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: I love it. All right, another thing. There's only two more on this list: uh, cork boards. Oh, yeah. Man, I had those when I was a kid. I I loved my. What was sports. the? Per- it was just like a to hang stuff on it. Yeah, you could just yeah, you yeah take punch, a, yeah. a pin and put stuff up on there. Yeah, but
2: you know what? Now they have like decorative ones that are, I guess, okay after you're 30. Oh, really? Yeah, like they have like nice, nicely framed ones, and some of them have little like um, you know pockets for like kids' homework or you, you know this, uh, whatever.
3: Do you know what I got for my wife? Because she does a lot of traveling, okay. and I, I I I saw them advertised. I'm like, that, that's pretty cool. It is a a really old style looking parchment map. It's it's a, a and you can hang oh, it yeah. on the wall and you put the pins in where you've been. <laughs> I have one. Yeah, and and it I have to say, it looks good.
2: I mean, it's in it is in the playroom, um, but I, and I also yeah. have one of those like decorative. Corkboards. It's it has a nice frame around it. Like right. It looks like it would be a, a wall hanging, and then Jace puts his work on it.
6: I, I like this look. This we, isn't so bad. Uh, growing up in our kitchen, there was a cork board that just sat in there, and that everything got put on there, like anything. Chicken cutlets. Homework. No, and stuff. no homework. Yep. Uh, you know, calendar of events, schedule events, cards, stuff I'm, like I'm that. I'm gonna yeah. cook this yeah. later on. Don't take it away. The most ridiculous thing <laughs> we had hanging, up there. we had hanging in our house was uh, we had a picture. A framed, like, a poster, essentially, that size, of the Pope that hung in our dining room. And, like, thinking back on it, I'm like, we had a picture of the freaking Pope. Well, you like, took down the Stalin picture <laughs> <for> the Pope. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know it's, uh, so
0: your family is Irish uh, descent? Uh, yeah. Okay, I know in a lot of Italians you'll have the Pope, Padre Pio, and Frank Sinatra, or JFK. Right, right, yeah, A lot JFK, of times yeah. you'll see that. And I'm curious, okay, now I want to bring this up. What was the most ridiculous thing? Hanging up in your house, because I know mine. What, growing up? Yeah, growing up. The most ridiculous thing hanging up in our house Man. was, yeah, was my dad's sailfish that he caught. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
0: And, and that thing, my mom, my poor mom, she must have hated it because she had an immaculately decorated living room. And that thing, we had an open open ceiling, yeah, you know, so it went A, all the way, way up sailfish. to the second floor. Yeah. And that thing went up in the <laughs> most prime visible spot. How big was it? It, it was... The size of this console. I mean, it was huge. It's a sailfish. My dad caught it. Yeah. And and he had it it mounted. (laughs) And that thing, she must have been so happy. I remember one day coming home and seeing the tail sticking up out of a trash can.
2: (laughs) 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 Okay, I know what ours was. It was a hanging table. So it was like Like a crocheted um, piece that would hang from the ceiling. And then the round glass went in that. Like, yeah. th- they make them now for plants. Right. And so this, but it was a table. and Like I remember, a
0: full-size, like, dinner table? Like, you'd sit uh, and eat no, at it?
2: No, like, I mean, it was a decent size. Like, I would okay. say a little bit smaller than, like, co- coffee table size. It wasn't in the middle of the room. It was off to the side, but there were, like, chairs around it so you could put, you know, like, a glass on oh it or God. whatever. And I, I could be wrong, but I think think maybe my grandmother made it which is why we had it for so long but i know my mom hated it
5: uh 215-263-WMMO the number we had this 3d art piece that uh i think was made out of tin and it basically was a a side of a a house (laughs) and an apartment it looked like a french scene and um and there was like a restaurant at the at the base of it so there was there's like umbrella and patio um and looking back on it, I'm sure my mom found it at some yard sale and th- and thought it looked cool or whatever. But I, I just, even as a six-year-old, I'm like, what the hell is that thing hanging on the wall?
3: My father used to do a ton of flying because he was a salesman. So he's flying all around the country. And so every airline has sort of an incentive to keep the loyalty of the various salesmen who are flying around the country would present them with flight awards every couple of years. So you'd get like a plaque. Yeah. Our entire den wall <laughs> was filled with, you know, a thousand mile club from Delta. Really? Yes.
6: And like, like that was literally a major achievement. Look what I got. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Gene, you did you really fly commercial for five thousand miles? <laughs> yep. Uh,
0: here's here's a standard one. Uh text that came in, and I know a lot of people had this growing up: giant wooden fork and spoon. Yes. Oh yeah yeah. That was kitchen. Uh, yeah. Was a, yeah. Uh,
6: Everybody loves Ray. I think that was a that was an entire episode was. Yes. About, you saw that right? Yeah, yeah.
0: I
3: Remember that? It had to do with the giant fork. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just a thing the best, that you got. The best, well, it wasn't on the wall, but it was my neighbors. My my uh, my neighbors, um, uh, they didn't even smoke, and they had a gigantic cigarette lighter on a coffee <laughs> table. <laughs> Nobody smokes in that. house. Oh, that's, oh yeah. God. All right, let me go to Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning.
8: Good morning, guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Gadzooks.
0: All right, most ridiculous thing hanging up on the wall in
13: your house.
8: So I'm pretty sure my dad still has this. Um,
13: he had a massive poster of a map of Middle Earth from Lord of the Rings. Oh, really? <laughs> not, not hanging, not hanging in like the basement or a man cave, but at the top of the stairs going to the second floor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in a prime spot. Yeah. Everybody I mean, got to look at that.
13: I'm only I'm 27, so I think it's cool. So I think I would be allowed to have it. Um, right. But I kind of need a ruling. Kathy can stay out of this because I know where she's going to go.
0: <laughs> I, I think gonna, it's cool. I'm going to go no on the placement. I I think it, it man cave special area yes bathroom yeah or you know so, somewhere that it's that it's away from uh, from this is our home. Take a look. You know what I right. mean? Right.
4: Yeah. Welcome I, I to Middle Earth. The, I always thought the placement was weird,
13: and my. Father's a podcaster, so dad, when you're listening to this, you heard it from the guy. <laughs> All right,
6: thanks, man. Appreciate Steve, your Mike. your parents let you put a picture or a poster of Batman in the main living room, yeah, right? No, I was like three or four, yeah, but, but yes. how long did that stay there for? Uh, uh,
3: it stayed there for a while. Okay, that's you know, my mom was good to me. I begged and pleaded because if Batman didn't see it when the show came on, he would he wouldn't think that I was loyal. That's right. And so that's how he knew. But uh, yeah, I had to fight tooth and nail to get that. Uh, let me go to uh, Rich. Hi, Rich. Good morning.
8: Bad guys. Bad buddy. What's up? All right. Listen, my mom had a the crushed velvet Elvis picture <laughs> on a big frame. Then also, the best part was this: she had this oil lamp, a raining oil lamp, had a naked lady in the middle with vines going around it. Yes,
3: I know. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking
5: about. Outrageous. And Wait. then
8: when it got dusty in the house, this the oil, is the dust would run down the oil with it. <laughs> was right,
5: it, the, was it a Venus de Milo in the center?
8: Uh, I thought it was a girl. I don't
5: know. I was like well, the, right. the only reason I ask is that somebody just texted the same thing, an oil lamp with a statue of the Venus de Milo, which is, you know, a, a naked lady statue right in the middle of it.
8: That's it, man. All
5: All right. Right. So, oh so Rich, a lot of this stuff, and my dad would get it a lot of time. get things
3: like from Spencer's. You'd get things from Spencer's that are really more like novelty items. Uh-huh. So we had like, one of the things I forgot about this, it was in the basement, so it wasn't that... Im- intrusive, Preston, but it was one of those lit things that looks like, they call it like an infinity mirror, Yeah, where you're looking and it goes, seems to go on yep, forever. I know exactly it, what yeah, you're talking it, about. It's a, it's a classic Spencer's
0: yep. item. Yep. Uh, I will go to Justin. Hey, Justin, good morning.
8: Good morning. Hey, Steve. Yes. I've always wanted to share a moment with you, so uh... <laughs> yeah.
12: What's, what's up, oh God,
7: Thank you. Uh, okay, so just a little background, you know, uh, black listener. We used to have this picture hanging in the living room. It was just
13: of some random little white girl from, like, the 20s pushing a hula hoop down
7: a road. Just like, we don't know who it is. Yes. It's not like she was related to the family. So one day, my mother was like, I really got to replace that. So I went in my
13: bedroom and grabbed an enter- uh, Enterprise poster. And hung it in the living room, right above the front door, where everyone who entered the house could see it, and it stayed there for years. Now you're talking
3: about the Star Trek Enterprise or the, the... Star, Trek, the okay.
13: Star Trek, Enterprise,
3: yeah. Uh, yeah okay. So I, I I can see that. You know, you, you you bring up the point about the 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 photograph of the girl pushing the, what is like the hula hoop or the ring down the street. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, and you guys know this, you hear of the starving artist sales. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times yeah. people will go get super cheap art yep. and hang it up in the house thinking, yeah. that looks good there. Right. Well, and that
0: artist was
3: hungry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Justin. <laughs> no
3: problem. Uh, yeah, and I
0: think a lot of this is is where this is displayed. Yes. Uh, whatever, whatever it is you're commenting on. Because if it's tucked away in a bedroom in somebody's space... That's a little bit different. But when you're putting it out in the living room, in the kitchen, in right. a shared area where, where everybody can see it and it's kind of shown off, uh, then that that can be a bit much. Well, this this like... one says, my dad has a 3D painting of raccoons <laughs> on found wood.
12: <laughs> well, that's, just,
0: that's
3: just lovely. That it, to me, it's like the hallway that has the, 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 the um, commemorative plates. Right. I never understood the commemorative plates hanging on the wall. My friend Randy... Yeah. Um, Randy, his mother, collected all these things, and uh, many of them were the Wizard of Oz going down the hall to the – Yes, I know, Kathy. It's like, huh?
2: I have one that was like an award I won, and it's really nice. It's this blue plate, and I had it out like on a stand for a little (laughs) while, and then I was like, what What am I doing? (laughs) We've gotten some
3: wonderful awards over the years, and I never know quite where to put them, and
2: I always think it's sort
3: of self-aggrandizing to put them up. Yeah. Uh, by the
0: way, the last thing on this interior designers, I'll go to a couple more calls here real quick, designers list is uh, shot glasses uh, on display. Says so shot glasses yeah. and booze sat out on display like Martha on Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, begs the question: Why are they still there? I mean, I collected
5: them in college, and it was you know you'd go to a new city and you'd get Something, one from yeah, the Hard you Rock or whatever. What you about know... beer cans, Nick? Oh my god, that my, was th- also another one. My right? friend Chris Rome yeah. literally had—I'm not exaggerating—four thousand beer cans. Holy hell! I, I mean, it was, huh. he wanted to get beer cans from around the world, so he got beer cans from around the world. But it, like, eventually, <laughs> what? what the what hell do you do, do with them? them? Yeah, unless you're going to build a robot, he would move them from from place yeah. to place. I'm like Chris, it's you know you, you can make. $0.10 cents on these if you trade them in.
2: I also think, and I know you guys are going to kill me on this one, but the pint glasses. I, I don't think there's a need for like a pint glass from every place or event or anything you've ever attended. To
0: display or just to have to in have general? period, right? even yeah. in
2: your cabinet. I love going through my cabinets and throwing away glasses.
3: Oh, yeah? You just like throwing <laughs> things away. You're like Bill. <laughs> I do. Wait a second. Aren't we giving away pint glasses for the blood? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Should the should window Nation. Thank <laughs> that
0: you,
2: Window Nation. story. <laughs> Listen, except if, if it's, it's a of our blood Steve right, and yeah. of pint glass. if you collect from like one company, yeah. then that's good. They match. All right, there uh, we go. By po- the way, pulled your ass
3: out of the fire on that
2: one. <laughs> did I? One.
0: Yeah. Number of people are texting in about the Velvet Elvis uh, paintings. Now, let me Velvet ask you Elvis
3: posters. what about when something transcends its hokiness and its right. kitschiness and becomes okay, that's cool? Mm-hmm. So, a Velvet Elvis these days. You know what about a like Preston with a poster of Samantha Fox?
5: (laughs) I I think you have to be cool enough to pass that off, right? Yes, you know, and like none of us are, right? Right? (laughs) Oh my God, my dad. This says my dad kept a vintage
0: outboard boat motor in the living room of our house. What? All right. Okay. In the living room. Oh, that's Uh. great. Uh, Let's get Amber on. Hey, Amber. Good morning.
7: Good morning, Gadzooks.
0: Gadzooks. What's up, Amber?
7: Long time, first time. Uh, So my mom had a a love for string art. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the little pins and the strings. So I don't know if you guys remember, it's been a while, but they had these um, carnival toys that you would get that were a long (laughs) snake. They were probably like seven or eight feet long. And you could run your finger down the back of the snake, and it would make it kind of wiggle a little bit. Yeah. So my mom made a string art display down the length of our hallway in our apartment, probably nine feet long. Oh my God. With this snake as the centerpiece, <laughs> and uh-huh. mushrooms, and frogs, and moons, and stars, all with this string art. It was huge, monstrous. Down the hallway, I was like maybe six or seven years old, and I have a picture of it somewhere in history. Locked uh, oh, in my house, if you find it, send amazing. it. Be, that, that, thing that, is that gigantic. That
3: <laughs> that string art stuff used to be really popular. It used to be a craft that a lot of women would do. I remember, my, my, I remember my neighbors were into that growing up, and they were also into the ceramic lawn ornaments. Yet my one friend, his mother, put all these lawn ornaments pressed in <laughs> inside. Oh my God! So you had gnomes in the living oh God. room.
0: I have a friend whose mother collects realistic baby dolls.
3: Yeah, uh, creepy.
2: Wait,
0: and I, keeps them out. We oh, have. God, one. Wait, I
2: just had, no, and I just had a conversation with somebody who gets them as a gift, and they're they're actually pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I can't complain because this woman is spending like hundreds of dollars on these dolls, and mm-hmm. she gives them gives her one for like each holiday. So she has. All these freaking realistic dolls. Uh,
3: you can stop that now. I mean, you know yeah. that that'd be like me. I, you, that's great.
2: Thank so, you. you. You can stop. No, no, no.
3: Stop it. it. By the way, they're aggr- they're incredibly aggressive. Do you remember Kathy? I ordered one for the show where you're going to do a stunt, <laughs> and they are expensive. I ordered one. where I think we're going to like put it in a car or something like that. Um, like the next month, I got another baby. In oh man. <laughs> And You're I'm pushing like, these babies. I, 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 I don't want
2: this. Marissa's oh. laughing in the other room because we did put it in a car, and I think we were holding it out of a window, <laughs> leaving Kenan's. <Don't> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after the it, days we used to drink after Kenan.
0: Right.
9: It
3: looks incredibly realistic. <laughs> uh, I'm
0: going to go to Karen. Hey, Karen. Good morning.
2: Good morning.
0: Hey, Karen. What's up?
14: <laughs> um, my father went to Montana. And went hunting and came back with a moose that he decided to mount in our laundry room. A moose? Uh, yes. Oh, I... the head of the moose mounted above our Why laundry don't you dryer. forget the moose <laughs> for a moment?
3: A moose <laughs> head is huge. Yes. Yeah.
14: Yes, and its mouth was open, so every time we. Went to get the laundry
9: out of the dryer, we would hit our head on the mouth. Of
3: oh the my, moose. Karen, that's right out of the Adams Family. Right, <laughs> they had a huge moose head with a. Remember, it was a. Um, there was. They also had a swordfish or uh, with a with a human leg sticking out. of it. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> hey, Karen, are your parents still around? Yes,
14: they
3: are. And is the
0: moose head still
3: around?
14: It is around, but not in our house anymore.
7: It was donated to the elks in our local town. The elks took the moose. Why don't
0: you forget the moose for a moment? Uh, Somebody texts in says, "My dad had a life-size cardboard cutout of John Wayne in
3: our dining room. (laughs) 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 A cardboard cutout. What? It's funny when you get your own home. Like I, I." and the thing that you think, because all of it really is a way to sort of express who you are to people who come in.
5: Yeah. Like and a I, wagon wheel coffee table, yes. you know? <laughs> like, I, I, yeah.
3: Exactly. I want people to know that I still respect the Duke.
6: I have on my mantle right now in our living room. It's just a small little, It's a, but uh, it is very, very important. It is It is a small little jar that has confetti in it from when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. So somebody, one of our That's listeners, nice. one of our listeners was at the Super Bowl, but it like just... Like, <laughs> what, what? Kathy doesn't like Kathy, it. Kathy, it's
2: That's like... That's nice. It's it is nice. Dirty confetti. It means a lot to Casey. Thank you. That's sweet. Kathy, it's like this small,
6: and it's kind of like in the corner, tucked behind... Oh, don't let Kathy come
0: over. I know. Work. It's going to up in the trash. Where's my
3: confetti jar?
12: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Uh another call here. Uh, we gotta wrap in just a second. I'm gonna go to Beth. Hey Beth, good morning.
7: Good morning.
0: All right, Beth, what's the weirdest thing hanging up in your either your family's house, your house? It's uh well, obvious.
7: It was in my family's house growing up and now it is in my house. It proudly sits in my living room. <laughs> it is a poster size of my father with in his kippendale pose what? he has no shirt he's got his pants on he's got red suspenders and a bow tie oh standing in a muscle pose in front of the tv oh my god and it goes back to like the 80s the tv has the rabbit ear antennas and stuff but my dad had it made of himself
3: beth was your was your dad actually beth was your dad actually in good shape or was was it as a joke
7: but he was in good shape he also has a bronze had a bronze bust of his own head made that sits at our business in the window oh my god he passed away so he sits in the window at the office i'm, I'm you know. sorry
0: you know he's not with us any longer but he had a bust made of himself
7: yeah of his own head you know, he sounds was... hilarious was he a funny guy oh my god oh my god so historical we had the bust at his funeral like when the, we went to do the funeral arrangements and i said well we he was created so i said you need a table for the bus too and they kind of looked at us like what
8: the? <laughs> that's oh, hilarious
7: that's oh, yeah, he's got his own statue you know wow so he commissioned an artist he sat for it for months yeah but i have the poster size picture of him in his chippendale pose no that's great so my, and and we love it. We When we play Uno with the kids around the dining room table, we move it into the dining room. <laughs> <like that. laughs> kind of a thing, you know?
3: That's a lot of fun. It's That's pretty pretty really stuff. cool. Can, can you go to uh, line three, Preston? I, uh, I've seen this. Yes, I'll go to Victor.
0: Hey, Victor,
8: good morning. Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, man. What's up? Yeah, dude, uh, in my family's house and every other Baptist family I ever knew in my entire life, there was always a picture of Black Jesus and Martin Luther King right next to each other. I've uh-huh. seen these pictures.
3: Okay. You're right. You, yeah. So, and so every family you knew had the same picture.
8: Every single Baptist family I knew growing up. Mm-hmm. And it, it
3: seems like it, it's the exact same picture, correct? Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, the exact same one, with him facing to the left. <laughs> yep, it's like the the, the Pope and, this, and yes. Frank Sinatra and JFK. Yeah, yeah, and, and, uh, the, the, the Pope and the Rat families. Pack. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right, thanks, Victor. Hey, do you have it hanging up in your in your house now? No, but my mom
8: still
15: does. All right, <laughs> all right,
0: thanks, man. I right, appreciate it, Victor. All right, anyhow, uh, interesting. Well, this started with a uh, uh, a list from a. Um, Interior designer about the things. If you're over 30, you should not have them in your home. And then it led to what's the weirdest thing in your home. um, I'm sure we just scratched the surface on that. There's lots of strange stuff. if
3: If you have something in your house currently... Please, please take a picture if we can have them then yeah. sh-
1: send it social in, media. share it. Yeah. yeah, we'd
3: love to put it up on our social yeah. media. All right, we got to take a break. Don't forget
0: this morning we're going to have uh, members of Three Doors Down and See They're joining us because there's a gig coming up at the Man on August 21st. First, that'll be around 10 o'clock. Uh, we'll get to these details a little bit
4: later on. B File when we return. Stay there. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly.
9: Summer is here, and your local Acme is stocked and ready with the precious meats and produce. It's the perfect time to fire up the grill, take in a game, and discover why summer is better with Acme. Skip the line and shop online at acmemarkets.com. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your order and bring the groceries right to your car. Place your first online order and get $30 off when you spend $75 or more. Limitations and restrictions apply. Visit acmemarkets.com for details.
4: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
1: Now, WMMR presents Desire. Preston and Steve's bizarre final.
0: All right, I got some stories to share with you. We're going to start with this one. Eight people were injured Sunday night after a vehicle plowed into a crowd at a mud racing event. Yeah. in Texas. A uh, vehicle left the mud track, crashed through a guardrail and into spectators. Three were transported to a hospital in critical condition. Five others with non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, Carla Huerta, who was watching the race when it turned tragic, described the scene as pretty ugly. She said they started the race, and when they started, one of the trucks lost control, slammed into a pile of cars and people. Uh, she said there were a lot of ambulances at the scene after the crash, and uh, a lot of people were taken away. Three other vehicles were also stuck As a result of the initial crash, it was not immediately known what caused the vehicle to leave the track. And there's really graphic footage of it happening. Yeah. Like uh, somebody coming right, it was coming right at the people with the camera.
3: Right. And it doesn't seem like there was an extensive amount of barricading between the spectators and the track.
0: Yep. So uh, the vehicle also stuck three other vehicles in the initial crash. So they are investigating to see what happened there. Uh, a 76 year old man, believed to be the head of the world's largest family, has died in India. Uh, Ziona Chana, the head of a religious sect that practiced polygamy, died on Sunday, leaving behind 38 wives, 89 children, and 36 grandchildren. Yeah, oh, man. Surprised he doesn't have more grandchildren. Uh Chana, use condoms. Uh China reportedly suffered from diabetes and hypertension. Doctors said that Chana's condition deteriorated at home in his village. He was admitted to the hospital on Sunday evening where he was declared dead on
3: arrival. I mean I mean imagine you'd probably just get killed by the stress of having to remember birthdays.
0: Yeah. Uh it's hard to say if China was indeed the head of the world's largest family since there are no others who claim the title. It's also hard to estimate the exact size of his family. At least one report claims he had 39 wives, 94 children, Jeez. 33 grandchildren, and one great-grandchild, which adds up to 181 people. While various local news reports have referred to him as holding the world record for such a large family, it's unclear which global record it is. It has also been widely reported that the family has been
3: featured twice on the popular TV show Ripley's Believe It or Not. So oh. so in this case, this is an actual confirmed cohesive family what about like the guys who um run um sperm banks right you know yeah i don't i think that's considered different because he's right. this guy
0: actually is married to all these women uh well uh let's see here uh, the world record or not uh channa and his family are local sensation of sorts attracting tourists to their village in india's northeast the enormous family lives together in a four-storied house called uh then run or new generation house With 100 rooms, his wives share a dormitory near his private bedroom. Uh, The mansion is a major tourist attraction in the state, with people from around the world thronging the village to get a peek into the family's lifestyle.
3: That's wild. 38
0: wives. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but a petition urging billionaire Jeff Bezos to buy Leonardo da Vinci's Mona Lisa and eat it (laughs) has gotten hundreds of signatures now. (laughs) I have not, but I like that. Uh, so the uh, petition that went up a year ago on change.org said, nobody has eaten the Mona Lisa, and we feel Jeff Bezos needs to take a stand and make this happen. Uh, and, in fact, uh, Gobble de Lisa is one of the signers on it. <laughs> Gobble de Yeah. Uh, the Mona Lisa is owned by the French government and is on permanent display at the Louvre. Uh, and Bezos <clears throat> seems to have no immediate plans to ingest art but is planning an 11-minute trip into space with his company Blue Origin.
3: I would hazard to say that it's more difficult to eat the Mona Lisa than it is to go into space.
0: Over the years, the idea of selling the Mona Lisa to dig France out of debt has popped up occasionally, including French tech CEO Stephanie uh, Distinguin, who said last year the government could sell it for a whopping uh, $60.9 billion to help the country through the pandemic. Uh, An art expert, however, in an op-ed last year rebutted uh, the argument claiming that he had hugely overestimated the painting's value if it were to go up for auction, noting that other da Vinci pieces has sold more comfortably in the hundreds of millions. Uh, the columnist agreed that the Mona Lisa is undoubtedly worth more than da Vinci's Salvatore Mundi, which sold recently for four hundred and fifty million, just maybe not hundred and eleven times as much, so it wouldn't go for billions and billions. A day at the, on the lake turned into a close call for four people aboard a boat Thursday. Who were rescued after their vessel nearly fell 36 feet over a dam. Whoa. And there's a a picture of it. It's pretty wild. The boat With multiple people on board nearly tipped over Longhorn Dam on Lady Bird Lake. Uh, Police said four female visitors had rented the electric boat and drifted too close to the dam. I told you this is a fear of mine. Uh, The boat did not have enough power to get out of the spillway. They called the rental company, but their boat was not powerful enough to, and they got stuck. Damn! Austin police sent a patrol boat to the area. Officers aboard were able to throw a rope to the stuck vessel and get everyone life jackets. All of the boaters were pulled away uh, safely, and no one was injured. A Pennsylvania man started a fire using fireworks, destroying his home and oh. two others. Uh, Thomas Ratsey died. You can't fire those inside, right? No. Thomas Ratsey died in the incident. Oh. Uh, a code enforcement officer went to Ratsy's home. Thursday at noon for a follow up inspection. Neighbors complained about uh, complained about what were described as hoarding conditions. Oh yeah, I saw this story. The guy the guy was unhinged. Uh, Ratsy allegedly responded with a gun, chasing the official away and shutting the door. After cops responded to the scene, uh, there were explosions and gunfire from within the residence, followed by a fire. No officers used their weapons. Authorities suggested the fire set off uh, ammunition that Ratsy had stored inside the residence. Uh, the flames destroyed three homes and caused damage to three others. The code enforcement officer reportedly only sustained minor injuries. Uh, neighbors gave somewhat mixed accounts of Ratsy's behavior. He was friendly and quiet, not having many people over. Uh, a couple next door whose home was damaged described Ratzi's recent behavior in somewhat different terms, however. Uh, they said he sounded like he was sad for the last two weeks. He's upset, sad, like desperate. Um, uh, the two neighbors said Ratzi could be seen in early morning surveillance fo- footage digging next to a wall using his hands.
15: Oh boy. Well, something was
0: going on there. Yeah. All right. And we will have to wrap it up right there. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. More stories on the way in a
6: bit. Uh, can I give, uh, just a little shout out, congratulations and good luck to the St. Pius the 10th class of 2021. Today is their last day of school. My son is part of that class and I'm so excited for them because... They get to do the clap-out this year. So my, my daughter didn't get to do the clap-out last year. It's a big tradition where, you know, the kids line the hallways and the eighth grade processes oh, through, and they all clap them that's out. Cool. And, and it's a huge tradition. So, you know, today is clap-out and yearbook signing, and it's the last day that they will be in the school as, uh, as actual students. That's right. awesome. Yeah. Uh, and
0: we're going to throw a uh, congratulations also to uh, Preston and Steve, counter-girl Amanda Mannix. She had a baby. Yeah. Moira Jade Mannix. That's a great name. That's it cute. is a good yeah. name. Yeah. Six pounds, fifteen ounces. Uh, healthy baby girl. So congratulations, Amanda. We love you, and we are very, very happy oh. for you.
5: And I'm sorry. Uh, did you see that? Dave Neil Balsky, as we uh, affectionately call him Balsaki, he's going to have twins. Oh. So they, they have a little baby, and his wife is pregnant oh my God, again. I didn't know his twins. Yeah, and they announced on Instagram the yeah. other day. So Balsaki's going to have a family of five. <laughs> I know. Balsacki's got two. Yeah, yeah, he's,
3: yeah. A, he's a great guy.
5: He's a it great just, guy.
3: It just ended up as Balsacki, and oh, he rolls that. with
0: it, but he's awesome. Uh, nice. All right, got to take a break, but I want to remind you, today is Tattoos Day. We have a chance for you to win a presidency theme, Tab 2. Uh, just text the word TATTOO to 39333. You might win a $350 gift certificate from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. We'll be back in
4: just a moment. The Preston and Steve, small business love you, help you Line.
7: Hello, this is Ashley with Ally Telling based in Ben Salem, where we pay you the most for your junk cars and trucks. Scrap metal prices are at an all-time high, so now's the time to cash in and clean up that driveway. Give us a call at 267-397-0541 with your year, make, and model for a great cash offer and to schedule your same-day pickup. Again, that's 267 267- 397-0541 or visit us at buckscountyjunkcars.com. Please mention this ad so we can see if it works. And thank you MMR for supporting small business.
11: Next message.
4: Hey, Ray loose. I'm Matt Williams, your friendly neighborhood realtor. I'm coming to you out of Keller Williams Collegeville. I'm a hard-working, high-energy single father, born and raised in Southeastern PA. Please give me a call for all your real estate needs. 484-557 the Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.
0: Hey, wait, you guys hear that? It's the pulse of the city. Can you oh. hear it?
3: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. out
0: <laughs> the man who pounds the
3: pavement just like he pounds the meat. <laughs> oh I didn't mean that. Is here with all the information about what's happening in and around town.
0: Oh yeah. Alright, uh so the Made in America Festival. We had mentioned that uh, that that's coming back. They the, yes. they officially announced that uh, that yes, it will be returning. What an impressive array of rock artists, Press. Well, yes, it started off as a rock uh, event. Rock didn't meets it? sort of hip hop, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. So we've got the headliners now. Okay. And I can pass along a few of the other acts that will be there as well. Justin Bieber. Oh. And Lil Baby.
2: That's, no, I baby. mean, but that's actually pretty good be the them. I love
6: Justin Bieber. I'm the fan. I apologize for saying that, but no. uh,
3: <laughs> you're more than entitled to it. Just it to me, it's not in the spirit of what was originally promised with the Made in America idea. But yeah, you know, know it's not my thing it's not my show I so personally
0: there's a couple uh, catchy songs um, and this is just me personally Casey yeah. but but I no to me uh, Justin Bieber's not a a big thing Who, but the, but it's not necessarily speaking to me I
6: guess
5: Who's the first year you, you Jay-Z per- and Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam.
6: Yeah. yeah. I and mean, Pearl, that's Pearl the idea, was, right? Well,
5: yeah. I mean, yes. Uh, and they've, they've they've strayed from that. Uh, but Pearl Jam, at one point, was the backing band to Jay-Z. So yeah. it, it was literally the two um, genres of music mixing t- together. And they did 99 Problems. And it was awesome. And, and uh, that was the year that Ron Howard was here. He filmed it. And right. it, was, it was a really great... I loved it. I mean, it, it made the city look fantastic. It was a well-managed festival. Uh, I went to two or three of them, and I really had a great time. Um, but I also enjoyed going to see the the Rock acts, and quite frankly, getting exposed to acts that I didn't know much about. I saw Gary Clark Jr. for the first time at Made in America, but, well, and but if, it's not that anymore.
0: It, I was hoping for a Lollapalooza type of right genre yes. clash thing, which the first couple of years Lollapalooza that's what it was. I mean, there was everything from hip hop to. Really heavy, hard rock and and alt
3: and all this stuff thrown in between. Like a Whitman sampler where you go, oh, as you say, being turned on to things you're unaware of and other people getting turned on to your music.
0: So not only will it be Justin Bieber and Lil Baby uh, on the Ben Franklin Parkway uh, Labor Day weekend, but some of the other acts featured in the initial lineup of the two-day gathering include... Megan the Stallion, Doja Cat, Roddy Rich, ASAP Ferg, tanache Bobby Shmurda, Shmurda, Moneybag Yo, oh yeah, Freddie yeah. Gibbs, and Lil Durk. You know, as I was reading this, it <laughs> sounds like someone calling a race, Yes. a, a, a horse race. <laughs> coming out, coming out the final. Megan is Stallion around the third. Yeah, it's I'm. Doja Cat, followed by Roddy Rich, A$AP. Berg, three links behind is Moneybag Yo and Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Uh, so Bieber had been scheduled to play at the Wells Fargo Center next month, but yep. uh, the tour uh, for the new album Justice uh, has been rescheduled for next year.
3: So <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the artists are
3: on the track. <laughs> um, so Preston says, "And more." We don't have any of the "and more," do we? I see 42 Doug. Uh, what S- happened to 41 Doug? SG. I don't, I, I
0: don't know.
6: No, this is one better than 41
0: Doug. All right. yeah, I guess so. Well, it's a new year. So is ASAP a thing? Because I know ASAP Rocky, and I guess there's ASAP Ferg.
6: Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Are there other Asaps?
5: Yeah. Well, I don't. You know, there was there's a that, lot of Lils, a lot of Littles, and Lils Ferg. Yeah, Lil Ferg. Yeah, I
6: didn't
5: um, know Lil Baby was a different person than Dub. And Dub Baby, yeah, oh. Lil Baby and Dub Baby yeah, are different. I, w- Two different I was yeah. thinking yeah. of
2: Dub Baby. Nope. Yeah, no, no,
0: it's Lil baby. baby.
2: And the only reason I know Dub Baby is because my friend ended up at one of. Is it a he? His mm-hmm. shows mm-hmm. and was like, I don't know why, but I'm at a duh baby show. And yeah. she kept saying duh baby. And I was like, all right, we get it. You saw duh baby. There, yeah. needs an, an succumb- so there
0: needs to be an artist that comes. So that's D A B A B Y. It needs to be D U H. Right. A yeah. D-U-H.
3: duh And how about baby? Day
6: out, yeah. <laughs> Kathy, duh. so it's baby day out. Yeah, day <laughs> <Stay> out. The <laughs> day out. Duh, da baby is the one who sings or raps, I should say, on Levitating by.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. Dua Lipa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by Dua Lipa, Dua uh-huh. Lipa. I like Dua Lipa. Uh, more acts will be announced in the coming weeks. A spokesperson for JC's management company, Rock Nation. Oh man, uh, said last month that uh, the festival would be staged at its full size.
3: Look at all the ASAPs, Preston. Oh, wow. Oh, my God.
0: ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg, ASAP Ant, ASAP Blue, ASAP 12 v
3: 12
0: v Yeah. ASAP yeah. Nast, ASAP Tie Guy. Tie Y? ASAP Tie Tie.
6: ASAP yep. <laughs> Nelson no, Tie Tie. Dude, Thai. I would be like. Dude, can we just have ASAP? Yeah, ASAP. Nelby, Nel- yeah. Nelby yeah. Tai Tai. Yeah, we got Nelby Tai Tai, Nelby Rocky. <laughs> yeah. Nelby Nelby. Sion Kong Kong.
3: <laughs> Nelby Rocky. ASAP Sion Kong Kong. <laughs> Nelby Ferg. <laughs> Dude. Nelby Barry.
6: Yeah, I love Dude, it. Dude, that is good. Yeah.
3: Do you have the Nell no clip? ta Tata, I like. Does she say? and
0: <laughs> yeah. That's it. Nell Yeah, yeah. 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 Nell
3: and Tai
0: Nell
6: B Baby. Nell Baby. Nell Nel- Bari.
14: Nell party. so ta Tata, I like.
6: Nell the <laughs> Stallion.
14: go, what?
6: <laughs> Nell Minaj. Ice Nell <laughs> Yeah. Nell
3: Minaj. Yeah. Minaj. yeah. Oh, my God, Nelby I love in that. Nell and Tai Tai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and welcome
6: to the stage, Nelby Tai ty Nelby Tai Tai
3: Tai 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 what a show. And then when she ate her own poop, it was oh amazing. <laughs> Just by accident, Nell comes out of the woods absolutely yeah unexposed to modern life and yes. becomes a rap sensation. When
6: I say Nell B, you say tight ty ta, Nell B. tight ty B. Ty-Ty. Sial. So dumb. No, it's
3: awful. It's,
5: it's no dumber part. than any of the things that are actually going to happen in me in America. <laughs> Nell B.
0: Sial. <laughs> <laughs>
12: <laughs> <laughs>
0: now being. Tight time. Tight time. All right. I'm anyway, sorry. I think we got <laughs> No, all right,
3: stop. oh uh, man, going
0: <laughs> In past years, the gated ticketed festival has attracted as many as 50,000 people per day to see acts on four stages. So I don't know. I don't have any information on tickets or any of that stuff. Now, they
3: usually do have an EDM tent,
0: right? Where yeah. they. Uh... They'll have, yeah, various stages right. and, and different genres of music right. in there, I guess. What's great I is that we have
2: an EDM tent in our lobby each morning. Yes. So yeah. that's when cool. you come in.
12: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. Somebody wrote in Tai uh, Tai 69.
3: Oh, yes, that. that's Takashi's
0: group. Sister. All right. Uh, other things from City Beat. That's uh, that's the uh, Made in America Festival. We'll see uh, if anything else comes up. That more acts to be announced. Uh, let's talk Wawa for a moment. Yeah. <clears throat> Wawa in Philadelphia, inside the city limits, uh, they will be opening up the first store to sell beer. How about that? Less than two miles away from the uh, South Philly Sports Complex, by the way. It will feature oh. a beer cave, which actually is just a walk-in beer cooler. <laughs> okay, so is this the one that they're
6: building at the base of the Platte Bridge? Yeah, yeah. dude.
0: So oh, I didn't even what? know. I have not driven by there Where the in so was. long. Yeah. I didn't even know the junkyard was gone. Mm-hmm. And that they are, are, are. Is it just Wawa or are they doing a full complex oh. of different
5: places? Well, going to so be go right Wawa. at the
3: base of the bridge? Yeah. 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 So that's going to be right there. Yeah, Wawa
6: yeah. gas station. I mean, listen. Where are they get... going to put the burning tires?
5: <sighs> They're all gone. Everything was cleared out. That whole ugly junkyard that you saw when you left the airport and came to to Philadelphia yeah. has been completely removed. And uh Cianconcas. Well, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It's sad that is
2: great. That is actually something going. Well, there. and you can
5: you can also get into the Navy Yard. They're redoing because the Tasty Cake Factory is right there. Oh, so yes. if you make a right into that. Um, are we gonna do Nell suffered? Well, no, but I
0: that's will, be, that was well, such I a. I will be tight. Some Hong Kong. I'm I, I, not,
2: wait, I want to know. I didn't know anything about this. I it's Kathy, so cool that they're doing something there. It was yes.
3: such an eyesore. Agreed. There was a billboard and it was yeah. a dump. Was well, awesome. and, and so I, is... I, I was coming back a little while ago and they had just started what looked like it, you know cleaning up the, the area yeah, there. Yeah.
6: That's great yeah. to have, especially if you're on the way to the airport yeah. or coming back. Mm-hmm. Well, on the one side of the bridge was a poop factory, which hasn't actually smelled like a poop factory lately. No, they cleared that out.
0: No, no,
6: no, 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 no.
0: I smelled it just a week Did ago. Did you? I really? kid you not. I've been in Anyhow,
6: go ahead, Casey. No, I was going to say what sucked about that junkyard being there is that you never actually got to see anything being crushed. You know what I mean? No, like, I, at I did least... get to see smoke, and I got yeah. to see what I thought were burning tires, and as I far... would see the claw and all that, and but nothing was ever running. At least give me something to look at as I'm going past. So it.
3: honestly, when you're part of the deal is when you leave the airport, and I'm coming back, and I'm coming back that way if I'm picking up somebody. To have a Wawa right there, yeah. would be excellent because especially if people have just gotten off a flight and they're hungry or something, you can duck in there and grab something. Well, okay. so
6: there are for, for that it's place, great. in Hong Kong, Saiyan, Kong, Kong. Cyan, oh, Cyan Kong, Kong. It, I don't know how easy it is going to be accessible as far as you know going in <laughs> just other one directions. direction. Well, yeah. it's
0: a busy
6: intersection, yeah.
0: for yeah. sure. So that's that that remains to be seen on the accessibility. Hopefully, it'll be nice. The store is going to be the sixth Wawa. In the state to sell beer, along with locations in Chads Ford, Middletown, uh, Emmaus, uh, Blake, Blakesley, and Horsham. Oh, Blakesley. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, apparently there's a, there's
5: one that that serves beer there. Case oh. or sells beer. By, so by uh, Jack Frost. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are they reworking the road configuration there as well? Yes. Yeah, so that, that's what I started to say. Um, when you make that right, if you're coming away from the airport, down the bridge, down the Platte Bridge, the Wawa's on the right. If you make a right there, they're doing all sorts of construction along where the tasty cake, uh, tasty cake Factory is. And so you can get to the Navy Yard that way but right now you can't at least the last time i was there which was like a a month ago
3: all right it makes sense to develop that whole area because
5: that's just tons of real estate that sits there fallow and we do um you know do camp out in south philly every year and uh stay in the navy yard and it's just getting bigger and better all the time i mean they're adding more and more office buildings there's this new park that went into the navy yard and so steve Mm. all of that is going to be connected you're going to be able to go from the platte bridge past this wawa through the Navy Yard that way and get into that area. It um, makes sense. Yeah. It does. Well um,
6: I'll be tight.
5: Well now be tight. Uh-huh.
3: Uh no that's because honestly <laughs> That configuration has been a pain in the ass yeah. forever.
0: So they're having the opening ceremonies uh, 8 a.m. Thursday. And Wawa will throw its support behind the Philadelphia bid to host the FIFA World Cup oh. in 2026. So on hand will be our buddy, President uh, Chris Geisens. He's good, uh, are man. Are we having him on the show yeah, sometime I think, soon? Uh, this Oh, oh, Is it Thursday? Next week. Next and week. that's next promote week. <laughs> Wawa Hoagie Day. <laughs> yeah. But we love Chris. He's the CEO. Uh, David L. Cohen, who's chair of Philadelphia Soccer 2026, a nonprofit established to lead the city's World Cup bid, and Philadelphia Union captain Alejandro Bedoya. Uh, who is an honorary co-chair of the bid, and he will host a coffee toast on Thursday morning at this particular Wawa. Could you imagine
3: if we got FIFA
6: here? Yeah, I mean... Could you imagine? It would ha- it, it couldn't just be in Philadelphia. No. It would have to be the Kensington. surrounding... Well, no, no, no. Um, Like... It would have to stretch all the way up to like North Jersey, Yes. Right? Yes, it would because ha- they have they, by the size of it. Yeah, well, they have the the Meadowlands Stadium, yeah. uh, the football stadium. They also have a soccer stadium there. We right. have our football stadium and our soccer stadium. So that's you know for I don't know how many actual stadiums you
5: need to right. host set of events. A lot because Brazil had six or seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah, they, okay, yeah,
6: and they weren't all right next to each other. Nope. They were out. Well, can ours, they, apart, can yeah, we accommodate? The country, yeah. So so what
3: so what would happen with with the with the would the Link open up for it as well? Oh, it, yeah. it would be linked. Probably right? Link.
5: Would they do it at Subaru as well in Chester? Maybe some of the smaller matches, but the Link would be where they would have the finals for the big matches, that ty- yeah. type of thing, yeah. Could you, um, could you uh, retrofit
3: Citizens Bank for that as well. I don't know. Oh, they that have,
5: I don't know how these. I don't know how well, they they run this. They have soccer matches at Yankee Stadium, so if right. they have them at Yankee Stadium, they probably might have a, at the ballpark too. All right, maybe in case you're high school they could open up. Oh yeah. Like that, yeah. Well, oh, they have a,
3: a really nice new turf oh, field. Yeah. Show Where's up that? and bring your participation trophy. Although-
15: did a little digging into this. It's actually happening between Mexico, Canada, and America. So it's all of North America. Oh. And they're going to choose select cities from across all of those countries. Oh. Do they so- know
0: we have a Wawa?
15: <laughs> now we have yeah, one, yeah. one that goes sells to the beer
0: lake. right down the street. Right. Yes.
15: So we're bidding to be one of the cities selected for that.
0: So not just a big deal that this Wawa is opening where it is, but they're they're going to be selling beer. That's um, the first in that's the a area. Big deal, yeah. So, so we had heard that other that Wawa outside of Pennsylvania, right in Florida, was. Well, selling. No, wait, no, I said there's there's six of them in Pennsylvania: uh, Horsham, Chads Ford, Middletown, MASN, uh, Blakesley. up Blakesley That's beer. amazing. So so Horsham, I didn't know you could get beer yeah. uh, in Horsham. That's not too far from me. Um, so as part of, well, so what they're going to do also is they're going to hand out, uh, uh, some free t-shirts, uh, tomorrow. They're doing the, for the love of the game, Philadelphia soccer, 2026 t-shirt. So that's to, uh Thursday morning at 8am. So that's pretty awesome. I, I think that's great. I yep. love it. Yep. And I love the fact that yes, there will be a Wawa right down the street from us at the camp out for hunger as well. Uh, because getting, you know. Uh, little snacks and things like that. Bagels and such. Bagels Mm -hmm. and such, (laughs) which they do have there. Uh, Speaking of food, I have uh, other things from the city of Philadelphia since we're on the city beat. Uh, It's a story that Kathy had earlier this morning in the news. Uh, Restaurant owners across Pennsylvania uh, could stop selling mixed drinks to go and close their extended outdoor seating allowed during the pandemic. Um, But it's interesting because Kathy, the you had said essentially the the they're considering two bills to make this happen again. It's it's essentially becoming expired.
2: Yeah, like um, it, it's just yeah, it's ending because the emergency um, relief relief that that uh, Governor Wolf had in place is done now. Too. So right. it's, it's not so-
3: necessarily they're, they're, they're ringing down the curtain and that's it. It's done. They're just the original agreement is coming to an end. But but is the indication? That the consensus is a continuation of this, because I've heard well, so continuing it, at least to like November
2: well, so it, it passed in the House, but it's stuck in the Senate so Correct. Um, and what it is is they're asking for uh, the to go drinks to be permanent they're asking for outdoor seating until next des- next december okay december okay.
0: 2020 okay oh they, oh so the the to go drinks to be permanent, yeah. Okay. Why not? That bill is HB 1154. And, uh, yeah, you're right. Kathy says it would make alcoholic beverages permanent, uh, 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 carry out alcoholic beverages
3: permanent. And then the outdoor seating for a full another year.
0: Right.
2: Starting
3: from December, which I think, honestly... If you want to collect back some of the
2: well, that's what they damage
3: want. that was done by the uh, the lockdown. Right. That's yeah. what the
2: restaurants are saying is just get, let us have this. Let us continue with the outdoor seating. We can seat more people. And even there are still some people who are not comfortable going inside. So they're saying instead of deterring them and making them, you know, the only option to go inside, you can still do the outside option.
3: And with the way they brilliantly, Preston, the, the amount of investment that these restaurants made in he, outdoor heating mm-hmm. and the way they were able to roll and keep that going. Plus, it's just a little more fun. It's a little, yeah. you know what I mean. I like it. It's like, 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 say, having the the, uh, the extra fire pit out the winter, and, and and even in cold weather, going out and having things warmed up, and having sort of an alpine feel. I enjoyed it, Marissa. You've probably uh,
0: been to more of these than we have. I've just been to a couple of outdoor restaurants. Do you have any that you think uh, uh, really did it up right? Like like, what would be your favorite one?
15: Oh, uh, oh wow! Because
0: um, I, I, I heard really
15: Rouge was awesome. Rouge,
0: Rouge had like this ski lodge type of feel too. Yeah, it.
15: Rouge uh, did a ski lodge, and then they turned it into like a Paris bistro. Okay, um, ah. a few weeks ago. So I mean, everybody on the square there, Park, Devin, everybody did an amazing job around there. I love. There's some little corner ones like um. We, I, I was just at um uh, Grace Tavern in um. Uh, University, uh, uh, why not? Graduate Hospital, and they like took this little corner and made this beautiful um, like deck looking thing that they kind of have wedged between a uh, bike and like a yogurt shop that just took off their little area. Um, Fergies in Thirteenth um, and Sansom built ASAP Fergies. <laughs> they built little <laughs> like chalets with a uh, plastic roofing that hmm. you can kind of sit inside. Um, I mean, I, I've been doing these. Through the winter, like I, I put on my parka. I like as if I was going to a tailgate, like an Eagles tailgate. Sat out at these restaurants to support these places, also because I got I, tired I, of cooking.
3: It's it's a great option. Um, I, I think if they can continue it, that would be fan, fantastic. Yeah. As you said earlier, Preston, that you you, uh, you read an article. You don't didn't recall where it was from, but that uh, most of the people are actually uh, even the people where we think, okay, you're eating a valuable street space, that right. the general consensus is keep it as is.
15: Yeah, it's just been amazing for the for the city. And, and restaurants that are kind of like dark corner bars have this entirely new uh, open area where you can walk through the streets and look at these places. And and outdoor seating was always a premium. Mm-hmm. And, you know, tables would fill up quickly. And then you would just yeah. move on to the next restaurant looking for it. But we've also been talking about, my friends and I, um, there are like city taxes that restaurants have to pay for alcohol. So we're wondering, like, with all of those outdoor seatings and and the city getting more money that way, does it overcompensate for the money they're losing from PPP? P- 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 a and parking. So there's like a study I would like to see on huh? which is making more money. Yeah, for the I'm sure they're
3: that. conducting that that study. Right. But there is That's a it. charm to eating Al Lewis, don't there's, you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Al Lewis, yes. Grandpa loves it.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, no, but like you you had mentioned, Kathy or uh, Marissa, some of these uh, like uh, darker, smaller mm-hmm. restaurants that are kind of a mystery to you that you don't right. know anything about. I'm always hesitant to go into places like that because I don't know what I'm getting into. It's scary. Yeah. And I well, no, I don't like to walk in and look around and go. Nope. And turn yeah. around and walk yeah, back. Yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It feels kind of rude. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I don't, yeah, don't like yeah. to do that. Wait, but having you know something outside, you maybe see what some people are eating right. or
3: just get a little bit more of an idea of
0: what that restaurant is about. I you think know? that's completely legit.
3: Yeah. I'm, I'm more inclined to uh, stop for a second and see what's going on yeah. than to go through a dark doorway into a place where I hear <laughs> honky tonk music. <laughs>
2: well, there was um, a little restaurant in uh, Chestnut Hill that I went to. I don't know what they've done now that it's it's warm, but they had um, the little, you know, plastic igloos that you could right, sit in right. and they took their whole outside area didn't take up any parking and they put everything out there it was Awesome! It was so nice. It's called El Poquito. Uh, it's in Chestnut Hill. It means the means- burrow. You should, Steve. I'm telling it means you, means very little. You're oh. you're close to it. You should go. and should if, I? Am? Yeah. If your All wife right. likes margaritas, they had great margaritas. She, she the food was great, and uh, but it's just like another. I hope they keep it because it wasn't taking up parking. I don't know. You know, it's on their property, obviously. So All hopefully right. they can keep it. as well. El
5: Poquito. I know one problem that resta- restaurants continue to have is staffing, and I'm wondering if the outside. Areas are difficult to staff, too, because yeah. literally it's just farther for them to walk from the kitchen, from the bar. And so uh, the, in, in restaurants that are already stretched thin when it comes to people being able to take care of their customers, if this helps or hurts. Well, this is actually uh, what has happened now is the
3: phenomenon of the B-Y-O-W, bring your own waiter, ah. uh, which is a, a cool
15: new phenomenon. Innovative. Well, yeah, Nick. Uh, so we were at a place called Jose Pistola's watching the game last night, and we were talking to one of our friends who uh, works there. And I think what they can do then is maybe close the inside and just oh. see people outside because people want to sit outside on a nice night until it starts torrential downpouring, like yes. it did last night. Right. Um. So you know they they have to do that, but there is that it is a a super big problem. Mm. Um. The the staffing, but. Uh, on Prestonsteve.com, because I'm super passionate about this, I actually posted um, a link from the PRLA, which is the uh, Pennsylvania Restaurant and Lodging Association. They put up a link where you can literally like just hit send, and it sends to your state senator and representative to um, tell them that you want to keep outdoor seating. All right. Very
3: good. Just
0: that easy. So it's yeah. on Uh Here's a text. Somebody says, is bartender or whole staff hates outside? Oh, really? Uh, we don't have enough staff to accommodate, there you so go. people don't get good service outside. We feel like... It's hurting us, but our owner feels otherwise. Ah, So, yeah, there's going to be, you know, some people like it and some people don't, I guess. Uh, interesting. All right. Uh, so we'll see where this goes. It's all uh, up for votes right now. One more story. One more
3: story from the city beat. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and I'll mention something about one of our finest uh, assets in Philadelphia. Children's Hospital. Yes. Has been ranked as one of America's best pediatric hospitals. Uh, it's it's number two on U.S. News and World Report's 2021-2022 Honor Roll, which recognizes the 10 pediac- pediatric hospitals uh, with the highest rankings across all specialities uh, behind Boston Children's Hospital. Uh, so second place, which, you know, they're probably equal, but they got to pick one for some reason or another.
10: Boston stinks.
0: Uh, (laughs) I'm sure they're fine
3: There's a great sense of pride About CHOP here They're they're just having gone over a couple times and visited But what they do over there is miraculous
0: Yeah so three categories That uh, CHOP is the tops in Pediatric cancer care Orthopedics and diabetes and endocrinology. Wow, what is endocrinology? Anybody know? Bl- I don't know. Bl- if I, is it not I, blood? I've heard it many times, and the I do. Endocrine not know.
6: system is uh, mm. uh, It's the second for lung
0: transplants and third for pedio- uh, pediatric gastroenterology uh, and GI surgery, which okay. is why we go there because of my daughter with uh, Crohn's disease. So, what is the endocrine system, Nick? It is, uh, boy. Uh,
5: secretions and hormones, and so, yeah, um, behavioral activities like metabolism, growth and development, tissue function, sleep, digestion, respiration, excretion, mood, stress, lactation, movement, reproduction, and sensory uh, perception caused by hormones. I was right.
0: Uh, Oh, speaking (laughs) of blood,
3: uh,
5: so, yeah, you nailed
3: it. Blood's
6: in there. Blood's in there.
0: Blood is in there, man. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of, somebody had uh, texted in about, or I'm sorry, about uh, uh, lung transplants, CHOP, uh, I got this email and says, hey, hope you can shout out my brother-in-law, Craig Dalski, or Dallas. I'm not sure how to say his name, who had a lung transplant in November, having a rough time, listens to you all the time, radios all over the house. He would love this. Thank you so much. That's from Sharon Cox. So we'll do a, a shout out to him and uh, hang in there in your healing, uh, Craig, and we hope you are doing okay, ma'am. Um, all right, and that's all I have for the City Beat. That was but a I, good City Beat. But yeah. I am going to rap with... Uh, I There's do I' positive stuff on the City Beat. I'm going to rap. I'm not going to rap like Kathy does. Right. But, um, <laughs> not like ASAP, <laughs> Kathy. No. Uh, you know me. But I usually don't end with some uh, shout outs, but I'm kind of... Um, backed up? Yeah. Locked um, up? Let me... Is your endocrine system backed up? It might be. Hang on a second here. Um... Here's one that says, "Hey, long story short, I feel like my dad, long ass time, long ass time listener. Yeah, okay, uh, deserves a good old fashioned chart out. While he deserves so much more for being the hardest worker I know, an amazing father who's really been there for me lately, and recently got to walk me down the aisle. Oh. A chart out would make his month. Uh, let's see, my daddy is Scott Gaskill uh, in New Jersey. Uh, works at, uh, of Southampton, New Jersey, working at L and I Ready Mix." You can even use my family given nickname that he adores, Butterbutt.
16: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and she said I fell into a tub of country crock as a toddler, <laughs> there and you the go. name is stuck ever since. Butterbutt. Uh, thanks, guys. MMR rocks, and that is from Glenda Neil uh, Neil Niel-Walk- uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I, have, I have a tough time with Polish uh, last name pronunciation, uh, and it's for she's from uh, Old City, Philadelphia. So thank you, Glenda. We appreciate that. I had some other ones. I don't know what I did
3: with them. Oh, here they are. We'll give you a second. Oh, here's a good one. All right. I like this.
0: This is one I've never been requested before. And I kind of like this. Uh, It says, hey, Preston, I've been a longtime listener since I was able to start driving to high school over 15 years ago. Grew up in Delco, Darby Township. Currently live in Augusta, Georgia uh, for work. And I listen to you live or podcast when I can. And currently I have a coworker. Who comments negatively on the quote crap that I listen to. What I want is a spite shart ah. to my co worker David G. David. Oh, we could you, do that. You are a stick in the mud. <laughs> this is some good radio, and I hope you shart yourself. P.S. Happy birthday, Ann Gorski. And that is from uh,
3: Pat <laughs> Tyfel. All right, do we give it what do we do on this, this case? Spite I'll, I'll leave it to you like Ice a real shark. aggressive, angry. I um, mean, Tom Jones ooh. is an ultimate celebratory. How about
0: uh, uh, corn? Uh, oh. that, could be, that could be a good one, right? <laughs> okay. All right, let's see if we can find that and pull that up as a spite chart for David G.
6: David. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I you had the... Uh, the oh, word. no. Oh, did do you do, want that one? Yeah. No. Oh. Oh, okay, I do just thought Steve would throw a
0: shard at the end okay. of yeah,
6: it. Yeah, but... a at the end of this one. <laughs>
5: David G. David. Who the hell names our kid? David David, G. David. David. Maybe that's why he's so angry. Yeah, yeah. right? He's you had know, a lifetime fun, maybe, of people making fun of him. He's like a lion with a thorn in his paw.
3: Maybe if we pull it out, he'll be a nice guy. What's that from uh, um, Big Daddy? <laughs> it's not my
0: fault you hate your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I really do hate him. I do hate him. Uh, here's what it says Hey, pressing. Can you please give a shout out to our son, Colin? He's been deployed today. Uh, thank you, from his loving daddy, and that is from Tim Yaber. So here you go. Good luck to you, Colin. Thanks for all you do. Oh, and th- this is not a shout-out, uh, but an interesting uh, follow-up to the discussion we had yesterday about the soccer player that had a heart attack, Yes, cardiac arrest. They brought him back, and we got into discussions about the AEDs and right. people having heart attacks and so on. Uh, this is from uh, someone named Pepe Dragota, who said, uh, Preston, I listened to the podcast from this morning. Uh, This is great. I survived SCA, which is Sudden sudden Cardiac Arrest, I assume, uh, at the age of 39 on a soccer field playing in a parents versus kids game. Four of my friends started CPR on me until the local rescue squad showed up, shocked me twice with an AED, had to get airlifted to Cooper, and had six bypasses. Wow. Three years after this, I was able to save a soccer referee's life Whoa. with the use of an AED. It was crazy. It's amazing. And since my SCA, I started a foundation that provides AEDs to youth recreational facilities. To date, we've donated over 100 AEDs it's and $25,000 in scholarships. So uh, Pepe left the uh, the address. It's called Heroes Foundation NJ. .com so heroesfoundationnj.com that's amazing if you'd like to help out what a story yes had a heart attack of their own pays it forward brought back then pays it yeah pays it forward and then goes on to save someone else's life by using an AED that's that's a crazy coincidence on a soccer field as well man oh man okay so thanks for getting in touch we appreciate that that is
3: pretty amazing i'm looking at the the price is like um of like so on Amazon I'm looking at a few of them. They're in the three hundred dollar range.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean yeah. Yeah, not not crazy expensive. No, but certainly it not saves cheap a life no for a uh, for you know an organization that doesn't have much money so that's yeah. uh, that's cool. All right and then one last one then we got to take a break. Uh this is hey bitch, good morning <laughs> it uh one of my good friend's birthdays today June twelfth. Did I miss it? Yeah I missed yep. it. Uh, she didn't believe that you guys would shart on radio, so, <laughs> she did? Okay. so I would love for you guys to give her a shout-out on her 29th birthday. A dirty, nasty one as is all I can ask for. Her name is Sammy, and she'd appreciate the wet ones, please. Uh, sorry to bother the guys at work. I'm not sure what you want from me. Santa's got to go. <laughs> so June,
3: uh, th- that would have been on the weekend, pressure. Yeah. You couldn't have gotten to it.
0: Now that's from Ryan yeah. and Landon in Ole, PA. So there you go. That's a, hopefully that will suffice for you. All right. With that, let's take a quick break. Come back in a moment. Don't forget we have members of Three Doors Down and Seether joining us around 10 o'clock. We got more stuff on the way as well. Stay put.
11: Roll up your sleeves. It's time for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Hey, gang,
0: this year's event is this Friday. Make your donation appointment now at WMMR.com.
3: And then cut out early on a Friday to help those in need. Choose from two locations. The Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks or the Event Center Inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia in the South Philly Sports Complex.
0: Donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt, juice provided by Everfresh Juice, and the pride of knowing you've made a difference. Appointments are required for safety protocols, so sign up today at WMMR.com. The 16th Annual I Bleed for Preston Steve Blood Drive, benefiting the American Red Cross.
4: Sponsored by Recovery Centers of America. Get addiction help at recoverycentersofamerica.com.
11: And 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first.
0: That Tuesday, chance for you to win a Preston and Steve tattoo from Floating World uh, Floating World Piercing. Uh, and tattoo and piercing, I should say. So uh, text word tattoo to 39333. Might win a little bit. And don't forget the uh, Preston and I bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive is on Friday. Last uh, chance to sign up, noon on Thursday. So, WMMR.com or pressinsteve.com for the information and to get yourself signed up and to come out to one of our two locations this two. year. And we'll see how things go. Uh, I got this email a little while back. It is from Eileen, listener Eileen. And she had a question. She said, um, uh, she said some of your listeners might be apartment dwellers. So she had suggested asking a question to them, and I'm assuming she's curious because uh, maybe she lives in an apartment, but she didn't expand on this. All right. But Marissa brought something up uh, not that long ago to me about l- apartment living, and she was curious about, not Marissa, but the Eileen here who uh, emailed in, what sorts of notes or complaints get left in lobbies or on apartment doors, and also... How do you communicate apartment problems to your building manager, super, or the idiots around you, Mm -hmm. meaning like leaving notes for people or speaking directly? Now, Marissa had actually uh, forwarded an idea about doing it in an even more indirect way, and that would be to order from Amazon – A specific item that might convey your message and have it sent to them. Okay. All right. Marissa, do you want to explain or am I uh, I letting something out of the bag here?
15: No, it's fine. I have a neighbor with a uh, small dog that yaps a lot and finds its way to the front door, which is right near my front door. (laughs) Um, And I've been in the layout of their apartment before they moved in, so I know there's a long hallway, so I considered maybe buying a little baby gate and just saying... Hey, with a little note anonymously, here's a gate, please keep your dog away from the door. Okay. Just a thought.
3: I
0: think that'll royally piss your neighbor off.
15: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought so yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there's also been some other issues with that dog on our floor. It goes deeper, so I haven't done it yet and I doubt I will, but I think I <sighs> I know what you're trying yeah.
2: to do, but I feel like it might work out better for you if you just went over and knocked or like slid a note under and just said Hey, your dog's keeping us up, or whatever is happening
15: with the dog. Anyway, going to
12: kill your dog. Any,
15: <laughs> any way you could keep them away from the door. Yeah. Right? Isn't it the equivalent of like a crying baby on a plane, though? Like, there's nothing they can do. It's a dog. I and mean, gonna, yeah. There's not like, much.
3: The it apartment moved. allows pets. Clearly, obviously, they right? Just moved in. All right. So, so, if, but I think if you could say, how how often is this issue happening? Regularly. Regularly, so, and it keeps you up.
15: Yeah, I just hear it all day long. All right. So, and are so, they not home? Is that why the dog's barking? Um, I also believe that they have family in another country, because when I'm waking up, I'll hear them on the phone, like, full-on conversations. Uh-huh. So I think that they yeah. might be on a different sleep schedule. Dude, how thin um, are your walls? Um, it, It's not that bad, but you just... You, you it's an apartment. You yeah. You're here. I mean, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Is it
3: possible they could walk the dog off the balcony? <laughs>
12: mm. So
0: we, we have yappy dogs, yes. and it sucks, because I love them to death. Uh, but they can't control their urges, and they and they, what they and do the app, and there's very really yeah. little we can do about. It. Now mm. we have an invisible fence to keep them from running out in the street and getting run over because we have a you know a fairly well trafficked uh, street in front of us, right? So we got the invisible fence, and I, I don't. I, to be honest, I don't care what you think about it. It's just saving their lives, okay? So it it um, it keeps them from running out in the road. If they go to the border, they will get a little shock, yeah. And it says stay in here. You can't go there. So they're used to that. They've had it on for a couple of years. So um, we don't have the bark collars that shock, but what we do have are bark collars that will emit a tone. Right. And they associate that with their uh, invisible fence. Right. Uh, and they think it's going to shock them, but it won't. Right. Just trains them. And so it will get them to be quiet. If it, Does it work? We Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, yes, absolutely. But we don't use it that often. We only use it if it's like... Look, if we got like a worker coming over yeah, or yeah, something yeah. where they're yeah. just going to nonstop go, then we'll. Sorry, we're putting the collar on. You know, what right, I mean? right, right. So you can do some things, and it all depends on your level of comfortability as well. Plus, they also they sell them where they, they won't shock; they'll just vibrate, and that's enough to or spray. There, yeah. There's like a spray, a little mist, and it kind of freaks them out a little bit. So you can train, or you can go to take them to discipline classes. Now I don't know how all that or.
3: Works. You know what you could do, Marissa? Get peacocks for your apartment.
0: Yes. Yeah.
3: Out-noise them. <laughs> yeah, out-noise them. Um, <laughs> by <laughs> way,
0: if, if you have a way to, uh, to convey messages in an apartment uh, situation, uh, 215-263-WMMR, somebody texted in, uh, said that uh, they live in an apartment and they have a, uh, a Facebook page and people love to vent on that.
3: Okay. Yeah, you know what happens though. I, I think you are. I think you're inviting. I think the direct approach is probably the best. But though these things, by standard right protocol, would det- would dictate that you talk to. I mean, Your manager? The manager, right? Yeah, we
15: have building management. We have like a little uh, board uh, uh, email list that you can do it. But I don't know if everybody reads it. And I think it's also like, you know, life or work or something like that, where if they just send out like an umbrella statement, nobody's thinking that it applies to them. They just think it's somebody else. Well, how
3: confident are you to go over if you go, you know, if you go over in the nicest of ways with perhaps a little a little basket of, uh, of uh, dog treats <laughs> or something and say, listen, um, you know, love that you have the dog when it's in the hallway though it's barking and it gets a little bit loud and it's a little disrupting i would really appreciate it if you try to uh just keep keep away from the dog because if you don't
15: can you shove treats under the door i I thought about that like seinfeld style just putting meat yeah maybe right but
3: but put like nyquil in them (laughs)
15: like like
3: put a kong but fill it up at nyquil
6: (laughs) right of, uh, yeah, yeah why is your dog always sleeping can't uh, you get the building involved isn't there like uh i mean you're, su-
3: you're supposed to be right holding yeah. to rules can't you
6: talk to ma- building management yeah. and say this is absolutely just, you know listen i pay a lot of money in rent yeah and uh and this is ruining my quality of life
15: yeah i think it's also just like apartment living like i just had a new neighbor that moved Steve- in that has a, a dog
0: you could send Vito Corleone over. Absolutely. With the dog problem. Oh, you, yeah, you, you yeah. Straighten that out. Luca Brasi. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, let me see here. Let me go to Nicole. Hi, Nicole. You're on the air. Good morning. Oh, hold on. Oh. Sorry, sorry. Nicole, now we can hear you. Go ahead. <clears throat> okay. Just,
14: good morning.
0: Hello. Good morning. What's up, Nicole? Uh, so I live in an apartment and I've
14: got a next door neighbor who, like, okay, admittedly obnoxious like yelling at her kids all hours and smoking substances that are let's just say noxious okay uh, if you're not into that kind of thing um and like playing music and stuff it is obnoxious it's true but here's the thing uh i got kids too and i got a baby who won't sleep through the night is crying and everything and then i got a three-year-old who's just like going through that phase where she loves to scream so i figure I can't really say anything about anything. Mm. Like, when you're in li- it's just like Marissa said, it's apartment living. Like, if I complain to the management, it's like, well, everybody complained back. Like, everybody could say something about everybody. So, I think that, like, unless it gets really over the top, nobody really bothers to say anything. Or No, that,
3: that's you know true. I mean? you, you sort of hit your level. But, but to, to your point, then, Marissa, it, uh, is it unbearable or is it something you can deal with? Oh, hang on. It's annoying. Okay. Yeah. All right.
15: Yeah. It's constant. It's All annoying. Right. And, and by the way, I'm a perfect neighbor, so they can't complain about <laughs> There you <me>. go.
3: Right. <laughs> Absolutely.
15: <laughs> I'm just never She's home. not flipping
3: over tables. Yeah, she's That's never true. Home. She's not there. Yeah.
0: She's out at the restaurants. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Nicole. Appreciate it. Uh, let's <laughs> see. I will go to John. Hey, John, good morning.
13: Good morning, and how are you doing?
0: Good, man. What's up, bud?
13: Hey, so I moved from uh, Pennsylvania to Rhode Island. I lived in an apartment in Rhode Island. And I had a neighbor who moved in who was just a continuous noise, you know, problem so rather than try and do something that was kind of going to agitate the situation after I I'd just knock on the door politely ask him to kind of keep it down mm-hmm. and it, it had happened over and over again and it turned out that often it was happening on a Tuesday night and they would party till two or three in the morning <clears throat> so finally I knocked on the door politely said hey can you give me care can you kind of keep it down and he said if you have a problem with me from now on you have to just call the cops. Just I'm not even gonna deal with you any longer. Uh-huh. You know, this, so um, so the next time it happened, I called the called the cops. So he was an ex Marine. When the police came to the to the apartment building, I just warned him hey, just so you know, he's an ex Marine. He's kind of full of energy or what have you. But you know, he's not combative tonight, just wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up. You know, so police knocked on the door. Um, he refused to open the door. Um police knocked again. When they can when they uh, he finally opened up the door, he had the music blaring and it was loud and it was noisy. There were people in the apartment, and um, so when the police asked him to turn the music down, he refused to turn the music down. Um, the police went over, turned the music down for him, and they said, "You need to kind of keep them, keep it down. Um, this is being, being, this is a bit problematic." Right. And so he said, uh, "No, he refused to turn it down or refused to, to comply." Um, and he actually went and, and tried punching two police officers. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, can't do that. So yeah, so the, the funny thing about this was was that he happened to be just that night celebrating his engagement. His engagement. Yeah. <laughs> so he ended up getting arrested for um, assault, simple assault on police officers the night he got engaged, which kind of compounded also what they found out. The woman who he got engaged to found out after this was that he was still married to another woman. Oh hey,
3: oh, so you man. set in motion a whole bunch of corrections.
13: <laughs> so this this kind of snowballed into something that far bigger than what I had anticipated. And all I tried to do was just try and kind of keep it down. Um, you know, and politely just ask yeah. to to just keep the noise down. So there hey. was uh,
0: John, was there any uh, after that, were there any other confrontations once he got back out of jail?
13: <laughs> no. So what ended up happening was um, shortly thereafter his Fiance found out he was still still married. She kicked him out, um, and then because of all the problems, and I was went to the the the, um, the apartment complex management association or management office, and I said, Hey, this is the problem. He assaulted police officers. You know, can we can we do something about it? And they said, due to the laws, the real estate laws in Rhode Island, we can't evict them. We need something more significant than that to evict them. Hmm. And I said, Well, can you just do me a favor and just not renew the lease? And they like, Oh, that's a great idea. We could we can do that. Oh. So when when the lease came up like two months later, they just didn't renew the lease and then both him and his uh um uh fiance, his the girl was no longer allowed on the premises. But,
3: you know, you raise a good point and I'll tell you this to guys if you're listening. Thanks, John. Uh, Rather than avoid the problem, always tell your fiancé that you're already married. Yeah, probably a good idea just to to make sure you don't want to start your marriage with that secret. Yeah, she may not be into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So to me, the thing would always be, as you said, the case – You're paying rent. Part of that rent is that you are you have you have this path in case there are people who are other tenants who are unruly. Yeah, there is a board. There is a building manager. There's somebody
6: you should be able to bring it to and they should intercede on your behalf. Right. Hey, Maris, do you know, are these people home when you're not home? Could you break in? Well, I I have an idea. What's your thought? Well, my thought is uh, to just get a CD uh, uh, of a dog barking and just play that on a loop whenever you're not there and see how they like it. Give them a taste (laughs) of their own medicine.
0: They do have those. Is there a neighbor on the other side?
15: Uh... Oh, uh, I think that person moved out because I've been hearing a beeping coming from their apartment. (laughs) That's (laughs) the bomb. Yeah. No, you you know what, Casey? It it was like an ongoing issue. I actually had other neighbors who just moved out because these two dogs were kind of like warring down the hallway. Oh,
3: battle of the dogs. That's great. Um, Yeah. it's been, you know, it's
12: been a. Uh, listen.
15: Situation.
3: If you're, if you're, co- when you've, have you ever encountered these people in the hall? Have you ever? Do you ever say hi? Or, uh, is everything pretty nice and on the up and up?
15: Uh, you know, what? I haven't really met them face to face. Yeah. We have crossed paths before, maybe sharing an elevator, or, or well, yeah. elevators are one person at a time, so kind of crossing paths, but we haven't so had a moment to talk.
6: Just about. a couple of words here and there. Like, are you guys the dicks with the barky dog? <laughs> I couldn't imagine having a dog living in an apartment. I just. It, it's it's tough. Yeah. Just like oh, not having a yard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Having to walk them every single time. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. As opposed to just letting them out yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I'm lazy like that.
5: Uh, Nick, what was that message? Or did It was, was about it? smoke. Well, it's it's kind of hard to read the way that the text messages come in, but there have been a few messages that have come in regarding uh, cigarette smoke and uh, neighbors above or below or to the side of the side. And, um... How if somebody smokes in one apartment, it can affect the smell in the other. Apartment. Oh, yeah. And so these people went to their uh, management and they said that essentially there was nothing that they could do about it. So, you know, sometimes you want to go to the, the neighbor and say something. Sometimes you want to go to management to avoid conflict. There's no right answer, I don't think. Yeah, I, I would
0: prefer the, the avoiding conflict thing because you don't know... You could turn it to the neighbor from hell things. Yeah, yeah. just oh, by then, simply yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. going over and saying, "Hey, would you mind? You know, I, I get up early in the morning, and, yes. and so on." And that can lead to to somebody going off the rails, and that's the
3: flashpoint. Yeah. What you can do, it's a little more risky, is SWAT them, Preston. SWAT them? city. Yeah. Oh, call the police. Yeah, there's a hostage situation. Right. <laughs> uh and uh, and see what happens take care of those <laughs> bastards right now <laughs> no it just sucks it's a quality of yeah. life issue we talked about it it's just on a regular residential in, in a home oh. where you have some distance between you and your neighbor when you're sharing a common wall that's a nightmare
0: versus somebody says get a dog whistle blow it when <clears throat> the dog barks yeah and see if that calms them down i doubt it will but you never One know of those
3: hypersonic dog whistles i'm
8: gonna paul paul good morning
3: hey how's it going good what's up man
8: Yeah, so I I had a couple sets of neighbors. The first set of neighbors, they were, uh, let's just say, uh, drug addicts and uh, ended up having an overdose in my basement that I had to stumble upon one morning. The second set of neighbors, their kids upstairs from me, they were so extreme with the running around, jumping off of beds. After talking to them multiple times and then just having confrontations with them, when they finally moved out, I went to my landlord. And I ended up renting the uh, entire two-bedroom apartment upstairs for me just to keep people out of there. I mean, it, it stayed empty. I paid rent on the place for a year. Dude, you,
3: you you rented the apartment above you just to keep it quiet in your apartment?
8: Just, it, it was so extreme that, yeah, it was just at the end of my wow. apartment. Uh, I was like, I, I either have to move out, which I couldn't really do at the time, or, you know, ask if I could just rent the apartment, and <laughs> that's what I did. So, well, there you yeah. go.
3: Yeah, if you can go into an apartment complex and rent wow. every apartment yep. around you. If you have the means. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to get your mail. All
8: right. Yeah, that was my only option. But yeah, I just wanted to right. share that. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, that's
6: pretty smart. You guys got to suck if you have an apartment, you're like a full blown adult, everything. Yes. And then, like, College kids moved oh,
5: in. It happened to me. Yeah. When I, I had an apartment in Wayne and uh, lived not too far from Nova's campus and uh, two college kids moved in to the one catty corner from us downstairs and they treated it as if it were a dorm. Yeah. And I don't blame them because right. they were 21, 22 years old. Same exact I, exactly. Yeah. Case. But I was living in an environment that had a lot of adults around there and they would be partying or two or three in the morning. And so I'm the old guy upstairs and I'm like, I, I was annoyed by it, but they were college kids. Of course they're going to live that way. Yeah.
0: Here's your text says my old neighbor used to have sex really, really loud. So we would blast porn whenever they would bone, and it actually worked, and they quieted down.
3: I love that. I <laughs>
0: had I had a um, <laughs> I had a, an apartment that I lived in for a little while, and it had uh, paper thin walls, and I didn't know that till I moved in. <gasps> oh, di- weren't you, you know the perpetrator? Of- yes. Yeah, so you had, were the loud. Sex. It was it was after close. You know, this is like three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and I had a screamer over. You know. <laughs> And she's just <laughs> at the top of her lungs, Jeez. and I'm like, you know, and I'm having a good time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but in the middle of that, all of a sudden, I hear from next door, boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom, boom. They cranked up music really, yeah, really yeah. loud. That's how you like, do it. it. Like I said, it was like three a.m., and oh I'm my like, God. oh man. I felt like oh such my a, god,
3: that's my favorite
0: song. I felt like such a d bag.
3: Yeah, well, you didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, yeah. Sometimes you you know that when you find a sound, there's no sound. There's no apartment that I've ever had that I would classify as soundproof. You're going to hear something somehow. Well, I knew the walls were thin. I didn't know she was a screamer. Right.
6: <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's go back
0: to your place. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't it wasn't just talking. But oh. it, it, no, it was uh we were in the throes.
3: <laughs> yes, of course. All right. Um,
0: anyway, well listen. Uh I uh, recommendation is that, you know, per this question from Eileen, you know, how do you how do you uh communicate with apartment problems? You talk to the management. That's yes. step 1. And if it doesn't go anywhere after that,
3: then you then, keep talking to
0: management. Yes. That's the only thing I can think of as opposed to Maybe leaving notes or something like that, or, or, or
6: taking a full blown crap on their
3: mm. uh, on their
0: door. That or might they, convey
6: a message. If they have anybody doing work on their house or their apartment or whatever, you tell them all the things you hate about. Oh, right, yeah. yes. yes.
0: You tell the contractor. Yeah, you tell contractor. Pass there. the info on. Yeah, yes.
3: exactly. Do me a
0: favor, leave the door open. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, listen. I want to take a break because we've got some interviews coming up. We're going to talk to uh, Brad from Three Doors Down and yeah. Sean from Seether. There's a gig coming. Uh, at the mam, we'll get the details on that. But first, we'll come back and get the bizarre file. So, so uh, stay with us. That is up next.
11: Next Sunday, Foo Fighters will rock Madison Square Garden at the first fully attended, fully vaccinated music event. Hey, race. And MMR wants you and a guest to be there.
8: Make my
11: Thursday. Just keep track of the Foo Fighters songs we play. Starting with Preston and Steve at 6 a.m. through the workforce blocks. Then have your list ready around noon when Pierre asks for it. And you could be off to the big show in the Big Apple with hotel stay and Amtrak tickets. Courtesy of RCA Records. So, number one, be listening for the songs Thursday. Number two, be vaccinated. And number three, be ready to rock with the Foo Fighters and 20,000 fans at MSG. From the station that's so freaking happy, live music is back. This is going to be the show we'll be talking about for the next 20 years of our lives. What do you think about that? 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
0: All right, let's take another run at this. No. WMMR presents Desire. Kristen and Steve's Desire. 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 All right, still got some things to share. We're going to start with this one. Uh, three people in Dubuque, Iowa, are facing charges after police say they drove around shooting a flare gun at multiple cars and people. <laughs> and later started an apartment fire. Uh, police How did that happen? Ar- police arrested uh, Chandler Austin Bourgeois. Royal w- William Cody Bo- Broman, and a 16-year-old
3: girl. Hey, maybe uh, Marissa could pay for them to come by her apartment. Yeah,
0: they? scare her neighbors. Yeah, with the dogs. Uh All three are facing multiple charges, including arson, willful injury, and assault while displaying a dangerous weapon. Police responded around 8 a.m. This tirade started at 8 o'clock in the oh. morning. On a report of someone shooting out a car window, officers found two vehicles with shattered windows on the scene with one car on fire. Have you ever fired a flare gun? I never have. I kind of always wanted to. Me too. Yeah. Uh, Police. Let's ride around after work and shoot him. Then responded to an apartment after someone reported a flare was shot through their apartment window, starting a fire inside. Officers then went to a call where a woman said people in a red SUV fired a flare gun at her. The woman wasn't hurt. And then police met with a man on the street who said a flare hit him in the thigh, injuring his leg. Traffic cameras were reviewed, and they identified a Kia Sorento that they say was involved in the incidents. Police also used traffic cameras to track down that Kia at Walmart, uh, and then they made the rest. <laughs> yeah, of course. Know, right? Of course. Walking,
5: yeah. So it was well, 1 in the morning, and they were drunk and or bored, right, I guess? No, dude. It was 8 o'clock in the morning. This it oh, was 8 like, in the morning? It was on yeah. the
0: way to work Oh, and I everything. just heard. Hey, on the way to work, let's drive around and shoot flares. Oh, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> and then swing by Walmart to reload. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, So they made the arrest. Police say they found four 12-gauge flare guns and additional flares when they searched the car. So (laughs) just shooting off flare guns. Uh, The heir to a legal dynasty who was shot dead along with his mother is said to have had a drunk alter ego named Timmy and stripped down to his underwear before allegedly causing a boat crash, which claimed the life of a 19-year-old girl in 2019. What? Yeah, it's a really weird story. Paul Murdaugh, 22 years old, and his mom, Margaret, were found shot dead at their hunting lodge in South Carolina. Uh, Law enforcement sources said that Paul was the intended target. Now, Paul was awaiting trial on criminal charges relating to the 2019 death of Mallory Beach, who was thrown from a boat that Paul was allegedly driving drunk when he crashed it. This is a weird story, so follow along. Beach's family also sued Paul in civil court where depositions released last week Revealed Paul would get drunk and become a different person. The nickname Timmy started three or four years before the boat crash. Timmy! Uh, this is a testi- testified by Anthony Cook, who is Paul's cousin and was Mallory's boyfriend at the time. He said it's a different name because he turns into a completely, totally different person. So somebody will say, "All right, here comes Timmy. We got to go."
3: That uh, is. Insane.
0: Cook also testified that Paul slapped or pushed his girlfriend and stripped down to his underwear in 40 degree weather on the night of the crash. Paul, for some reason, he said, acted like he was on drugs or something. He started taking off his clothes uh, during one of the arguments, and it's 40 degrees outside. And he said, I've seen him do it a few times when he gets drunk. And I don't know why he does it. And he was also apparently totally
3: into dream catchers, Preston.
0: Uh, Cook's testimony painted a chaotic picture of alcohol-fueled arguments among the group of six because Paul drove the boat in circles Mm. while people said they wanted to go home. Uh, Cook said Mallory said he was stupid and it was time to go home. He turned and pointed at her, and he said, and I could tell that he was going to say something, and I told him not to make that mistake, and he stared at me for a second and went back to steering the boat. Jeez. He said, and I believe Jeez. that's when the boat took off. He said that the throttle was hit, but wasn't uh, how or by who. Uh, he said, we went from two-mile-per-hour idle in the bow to uh, the boat sticking up in the air. Fast forward to Monday. Paul was found with his shotgun, wound, with, uh, shotgun wounds to his head and upper body and his mom was found dead with gunshot wounds from an assault rifle. Their bodies were found several yards apart from one another. Shell casings were discovered at the scene, and two firearms were recovered. Their deaths had been ruled a double murder. Uh, three days after Monday's murders, Paul's grandfather... Uh, Richard, he died at the age of 81, although his death is believed to have been the result of natural, natural causes. Uh, Paul was awaiting criminal trial for the death of this girl. How weird of a story is And that? his
3: older ego is Timmy. Uh, so it
0: sounds like a revenge mm. killer. Yeah, it sure things, does. But, um, wow. Pretty messed up. A man is accused of defecating in the back of a police <laughs> cruiser and again on the Hudson Police Department's booking room floor. After he was arrested on charges of driving while intoxicated Saturday morning. Are you saying due to feces everywhere? Everywhere, all over the walls, yes. In addition to DWI, 41-year-old Jason Shea was charged with disobeying an officer in three counts of criminal mischief, one count each, for each time he defecated on police property. Uh, the incident began around 7.20 a.m. <laughs> uh, Saturday when a witness reported a possible disturbance occurring inside the white va- a white van in a parking lot. Officers headed to the scene, but discovered the van had left the location prior to their arrival. Shortly after, police said that they spotted the vehicle pulling into a driveway of a residence. Uh, the driver of the vehicle was identified as Shea. He was operating the vehicle while under influence, so they took him into custody.
3: Hey, where can I go get a flare gun?
0: <laughs> while at the police department, Shea defecated in two different areas of the booking room floor. Wow. Wow. Man man also, he must have eaten a lot
3: uh, that's what you know yeah. that's what I was saying yeah
0: how do these it's guys a lot of poop how do they got enough poop yeah. to to go
3: to a few different locations I guess you always keep some in the queue uh it was always <laughs> it, it was also that
0: shade defecated in the back seat of the cruiser too so he took three dumps <laughs> and uh he is scheduled to be arraigned on uh Monday
3: yeah I usually can
0: wrap it up in one
6: mm-hmm uh, how much time we got here?
0: Uh, okay. I, should probably, I I have a longer story, but I'll wrap it up with this one. This is a fun story. Are they, uh, uh,
6: they almost ready? I got one guy on right
0: now. Fine, All cool. right. We'll, uh, we'll end with this one. Kate Felmet used to go door-to-door making apology rounds to her neighbors in Beaverton, Oregon, when her cat, Esme, would steal their gloves, their face masks, and other items that she could fit in her mouth. But recently, Felmet found a better way to deal with her klepto cat. So Esme has been bringing Felmet at least... One item a day since she first started <clears throat> going outside in the summer of 2019. At first, she brought birds and bits of trash. She said each time she brings something, she comes to the back door, yowls in a diff- very distinctive and harsh way until I come to tell her she's done a good job. When the uh, lockdown began in spring 2020, Esme started ramping up her gifts. She brought home several ma- ma- face masks a day. One day, she brought home 11 of them. 11 face masks. In <laughs> one day. No. Right. Esme has brought home many weird things, Felman said. But in April, she seemed to be focused on gardening gloves. One week in late April, she said she brought two pairs per day. (laughs) And at the end of the week, I had 14 pairs of gloves. And I thought that if I didn't do something about it, I'd be swamped by the end of the summer. And that's when she decided to make these uh, a sign And place a clothesline in her front yard, holding all the stolen items up. It says, my cat is a thief on it. (laughs) And everything is there so people can come by and get their missing items. Did it work? Yeah. Yeah. Since then, she estimates that she has united ten pairs of gloves, several masks, and a running belt with the original owners, her neighbors. (laughs) How's the cat getting? People just leaving them all over the place? Don't know. She said they mostly seem amused, but it's kind of awkward with the family from uh, whom Esme has stolen the same pair of knee pads out of their garden three times. (laughs) We are so amused. So this cat is just relentless. Yes. It searches after these things and finds them. Yeah. All right. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. We set up.
6: Well, as of right now, it looks like uh, we have Brad. Oh. Oh, Brad's huh. on, uh, All right. All right. and I don't know if uh, if Sean is on somebody else's. Uh, All, right. All right. Well, uh, should well we just talk we're going to Brad? F- we're gonna find out. Yes. Yeah. Let's, talk let's, let's, let's talk to Brad. So a Brad.
0: All right. So, uh, show coming to the man August twenty first. It will be called the Better Life twentieth anniversary tour, and uh, two bands on board. Three doors down and Cedar. Please welcome Brad Arnold. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Three doors down. How you guys down. doing? Good, Brad. How you doing, man? Doing wonderful, man. Doing wonderful. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, dude. So, have you guys, um, now, I, I don't know. There are so many uh, uh, announcements of bands that are hitting the road and that are playing gigs and so on. Uh, had you guys already been playing as of now, or are you waiting a little bit before you get on the road?
10: Uh, we haven't, you know what, man? We haven't played a show. We played three virtual shows last tour, okay. or the last year, rather. And uh, we have not played a show as a band on a stage since September of nineteen. Wow. I am ready to play a show. Yeah, man. Jeez, wow. I'm sure. Yeah,
3: <laughs> we we just had our first live guest in the studio in four hundred some odd days. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, wow. it, it, it's a wild thing. Obviously, you've got to be out of your mind happy to finally do this.
10: Absolutely, man. I am psyched. I think we all are. We were talking about it the other day, man. We're ready to hit the road and go play some shows. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I I everybody's ready for shows. I went to my first concert uh a couple uh, maybe about a, a month ago out in Manchester Tennessee. Jason Aldean played out there and it was kind of a socially distant show or whatever but uh, it was awesome, man. it was fun. It was so good to stand there i can't tell you honestly' the last time I stood at front of house and watched the whole show yeah and uh it was great man man uh-huh. uh, to to say glad to be here with you guys tonight. You're gonna carry a little different weight. <laughs> yeah, uh, it
3: won't just be something you say robotically. You'll meet you it know. with every bit of your fiber. Yeah. Hey,
0: Brad. Amen. with be- Being a musician, you know, you've got to um, you got to have your chops ready to go, and and if you if you neglect them for a while, it takes a- there- there's a little ramping back up to to get into to playing mode. And you as a singer, what what does that do to a voice? Is that good to have a, a-, a nice long rest? I would imagine.
10: You know, it, it, it turns out that it really was because uh, those virtual shows uh, that we filmed last year, we, we uh, they were spaced out over a month, but we filmed them all in, in two days. So I had to sing two shows in one day after not singing for a year. And it was like 40, 42 songs or something. I've never sang that many songs in a mm. day, like full-on thing, you know. And uh, so I went and got, I put in a little uh, sound bar, and I have a, a couple of our records without any uh, vocals on them. And so I put him through that little sound bar back in my office. And when I started singing, I was not pretty. <laughs> you know, I was so glad, <laughs> so glad. that I went back there and practiced some. Because you just kind of, you know, you, your voice is kind of different. You have a different amount of control when it's all, like, clean and rested and stuff. Yeah. You kind of need to dog it out a little bit, you know. Yeah, me- I live on a farm in Tennessee, and it's just me and my wife here. And it's, it's like it winds up being pretty quiet don 't really talk to anybody but her and uh so I, when I went to sing it, it was it was way different well they're,
3: they're, it's funny because there are little things for example when so if I'm at home speaking and my my I just came off my horse my 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 voice has been a bit hoarse and it's just started to to uh, ease back a little bit but a, a lot mm-hmm. of people don't realize it, so you're regularly conversing at home you're at one level you come in here it comes up about fifteen twenty percent we're at a live absolutely. appearance and you, you know how you like to hear it in your own ears and you can be after years of doing it, you just know when it doesn't sound right. So, uh, what, yeah, so absolutely. what, what is your regimen to keep your voice where you need it to be?
10: Uh, you know what? I just, I, uh, I just rest it. I, I, I try to do what my speech pathologist told me uh, several years ago. It's like, be quiet, maybe like five or 10 minutes out of every hour, drink plenty of water, try not to cough too much. And, uh, what helped me probably more than anything is is a uh, five years ago I quit drinking and three and a half years ago I quit smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Okay, man, that really made
6: a difference. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big difference. Yeah, sure. So I had um I had heard uh, so Aretha Franklin, one of the greatest vocalists of uh,
16: ever ever. Yeah. So
6: what she used to do is in her hotel room, like it would be stifling hot and humid yeah. and and, and yeah. it had to be that way and it was all and it, she didn't care how much she sweated it didn't matter to her as long as it you know it was that hot because it, it took care of her vocal cords i don't know if you have any sort of similarities there
10: i can feel where she's coming from totally because it's so much easier to sing for me in the summertime when you're outside and sweating you're sweating and stuff and it's almost like you're I know it does mean like it almost makes your voice more moist unless you're somewhere real out, out in the desert or something, you know. But I, it's yeah, it, the cold air is hard on your throat when you have to go outside and sing in the wintertime. It's never, it's never going to be on like you, you can be in a summertime show, you know. Have you? And that's, I get excited about these.
3: Have you ever had a time where and we we so we we have a charity thing that we do every year the camp out for hunger and for the longest time before I started using what they call Neil Med which is like a nasal a nose uh, you know irrigator uh, irrigator um, I would mm-hmm. lose my voice all the time have you have you ever had a concert where you were so raw you just had to say I gotta tap out
10: absolutely I have uh, we were on tour in Europe and we went from Paris to Las Vegas back to denmark in three days oh my god and uh, we we went from paris we had a show in paris one night got on plane the next morning flew out and played an award show in vegas i think it was the billboard awards and then we flew directly back from that and had been on tour for on in europe in the wintertime and when we got back to i think it was denmark we were playing at a snowboard festival <laughs> in the mountains and it was like I, I mean i had nothing and i you know i mean that back in the day i was i was only like 20 probably 22 or 23 years old I was an idiot, yeah, and out there partying and doing all that, and and when we got back there, I sang three or four songs, and you know, and we were, I mean, we were supposed to play a full set, and our our tour manager came out and told the crowd before it was like, look, he can't, he's gonna try, but, and I tried, <laughs> and it was terrible, but they, I mean, they they enjoyed it anyway, and I I've only I've only had it a couple of times. This is my trick. And gummy bears. Gummy, bears. gummy bears. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took on gummy bears in in the and they, there's something about them they cut your throat. They do something, man. It it really helps a lot. All right, Listen, gummy bears. As,
0: as a singer, at, you know, I mean, you're you're using a muscle. You're using you know your internal uh, uh, part of of your body, and and sometimes it's going to disagree with you. And I know I've seen singers have to do this before. Brad is kind of learn different melody lines. So that, you know, you're not pushing that you, you've got enough to get through the whole gig. Is that something as as just a safety precaution that, you know, some other melody lines that won't make you hit those higher, that higher register that you save?
10: No, I try no. To, you know. I, <laughs> I no, because I, 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 somebody told me a long time ago and always kept it in mind is leave yourself some space. Don't record a song. You can't yeah. sing live. And furthermore, don't record it. Don't record it. Don't reach so far. It's like, because somebody told me, he's like, you know, if you ever have a hit, you'll have to sing it in twenty years. I was like, oh, that's something to, to think about. Yeah, and uh, and it, it really is because I'd hate to know that I had to sing a song every night that I just like, oh man, here it comes. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I mean, here without you is is one of our harder songs to sing, and some of those is a uh, some of those parts in that song were pretty hard. But I tr- I try to actually go. A little bit past where it is on the record ah. and and sometimes you can't but i mean i don't know it, people like to it, people don't really expect you to be able to sing your record live anymore and kind of sad you know that <laughs> people <think laughs> yeah. their, their record so i want to get out there i want to sing it better than a record but now and not that i always do but i'm gonna try to
5: Brad, so it's the twentieth anniversary of Three Doors Down, and uh, you know a lot of those twenty years that you spent with MMR. You, you did our uh, day off at the slopes uh, twenty plus years ago. Uh, you've done MMR barbecues, so I think it's pretty safe to assume you got a, a great relationship with the radio station, but also just with Absolutely. the city in general.
10: Absolutely, man.
5: We've been coming up here. See, so you, you guys
10: were one of the first people to play us. If anybody in the country, we've been playing. We've been coming up and playing with you guys for. 21 years, wow. 21 years, yeah, man. amazing. Well, well, you're back.
0: Yep, uh, the Mann center, oh, man center, August 21st, and see they're on board for that. Uh, tickets available at mancenter.org. And we are looking forward to seeing you, uh, this summer, man. We hope you have a, a great tour, Brad.
10: Man, I can't wait to see you guys again. <laughs> Excellent, brother. Thanks for coming on this morning, Brad Arnold. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll see you soon, man. That's yeah, cool. This- this song, yeah, this song came out like twenty-one years ago. The other right. came out twenty years ago. He was fifteen years old when he wrote this song. I remember asking him about that.
5: He wrote it in class. I think
0: yeah. while he was sitting in class and he jotted down the lyrics
5: of this song. They yeah. played downstairs at the E Two Thousand Lounge in, in the in Jack Frost. And you know, they was were, that the first time you said they saw snow? Yeah, Brad had never seen snow before, and um, and Pierre uh, interviewed him. But like they were, they, they're from the Deep South. They're from Mississippi, yeah. and so the, a show in the middle of a lodge in the Poconos. It was pretty foreign to them at the time. Yeah, totally. All right, listen, uh, we got to take
0: a break. Don't forget, uh, you're running out of time. Text word tattoo. Win a press and tattoo for Tattoos Day uh, from Floating World and Tattoo and Piercing. So, uh, text word tattoo 39333. Back in a moment. Lesson question, trash, music news, those things on
4: the way. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand.
11: Run with us on a John Deere Z365RZ track mower. Built for taking it easy.
2: With standard mulch control to control your clippings without any extra effort. Because lawns are for living. Nothing runs like a deer. Tap the banner for more.
4: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Lesson question for today, we have a $50 Rita's gift card that we are going to give away and the question I'm going to ask is what was the fourth thing that Will Hunting's father left on the table? 263 WMMR was a belt and a stick and a wrench. But what was the fourth thing Stephen said Will Hunting's step foster, uh, foster father step left on the table? 215-263-WMMR. If you heard it earlier this morning, call in and
4: let's see if you can win. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood
0: Trash. Brought to you by A.D. Moyer Lumber. A.D. Moyer Lumber has been supplying quality building materials and service for over 80 years. Four generations, one family, one commitment. And you can learn more at A.D. Moyer Com. What's going on this morning, Steve?
3: Well, Universal Studios claiming they spent $1 million on a custom-built mid-engine Dodge Charger for Fast and Furious 9. Apparently, the car was so expensive because it's going to teach Vin Diesel how to act. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Former self-avowed lifelong bachelor George Clooney says he is shocked by what a doting father he's become to his kids. Clooney says every time his kids turn around, he's there watching them through a cloud-based video monitoring system. Oh,
1: my God.
3: And finally, an Italian woman, Christina Rossi, has become a bit of a celebrity after waking from a 10-month coma to discover she's the mother of a baby girl. Christina's husband, Gino, finally had to admit that after a week of being bedside for the coma, he got bored. Oh, (laughs) yeah. That's your Hollywood trip. All right, looking for an answer to the question, what's the fourth
0: thing Will Hunting's foster father uh, left on the table. two one five two six three WMMR to Devin. We go. Yo, Devin. Yo, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, the fourth thing that was left on Will Hunting's table. Lunchable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Nice work, Devin.
0: Hang on. Yeah. We have a $50 Rita's gift card for you. You can try the new and refreshing Ocean Splash Italian Ice. At Rita's. Perfect in both the Shimmering Mermaid and Yummy Gummy Shark Gelati. And it's available for a limited time only at Rita's. Splish, splash,
1: yum. Now, Preston and Steve's Music new on 93.3 WMMR.
12: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's brought to you by Jersey Mike's. Try the new Grilled portabella and Swiss Sub only at Jersey Mike's. Order on the app and skip the line. Jersey mics, be a sub above. All right. Let's start with this outrageous story from Courtney Love. Uh, Courtney took time out to slam both Dave Grohl and Trent Reznor online. Uh-huh. UltimateGuitar.com reported that in since deleted posts, she vented on the Rock Giants, writing in part about her late husband's Nirvana bandmate. So, uh, sh- listen, it's it's a little bit rambling. All right, she is. Here you go. She wrote, here's a few receipts from some mega aggressions I've had to deal with. Make myself small for, stop righteous lawsuits over, and then in parentheses it says, we are not doormats, my sponsor always quotes to me, uh, due to male priv- privilege in all its vile toxicity. When Sharon Stone was asked if she had any me Too's, she just laughed and said, we only get one, right? Uh, She went on to write, I've had enough of this, and and she put a poop emoji there, uh, from these clowns leaning into my being scapegoated for breathing, my husband's death, for my overt sexuality, because I'm an addict, etc., and a woman for over 27 years. Three months before I left L.A., I signed a document that effectively gives Dave and Chris my descendants' money in uh, perpetuity. I was so broken, so scarred, so exhausted by him, I just effing signed it. But it's a lie, so I'm unsigning it because it's nonsense. The chaos and fury over Kurt's death being directed at me, deflected by Dave, while he enriched and continues to enrich himself, gorging on Kurt's fortune and Kurt's goodwill. 27 years, I've had enough. I'm over being made small... And I'm being forced to just drop it when it affects every generation of my descendants. Nicest guy in rock? No. Love spared little vitriol for uh, Trent Reznor, posting, As for Reznor, at least he's talented, but still a creep. I've never seen so much systemic abuse of kids, girls as young as 12, by him and his crew. We all, meaning the members of Hole, witnessed it. So, while these two jackasses are not my me-toos because I'm saving my one up, because we only get one, they're darn close. And then she went on to write, F off Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails, Foo Fighters. I really hope my example of standing up to them, putting a stop to them, will prevent any other women or men from this soul-shattering level of personal and cultural abuse in future.
4: you sound insane
0: she wrote sexually spiritually financially me too me three me 88 etc etc ad nauseum and then she wrote hashtag blessed yeah to be breathing long enough to tell the tale i'm cramming as much into every song as i can and then she wrote nem myoho renge kyo we are not doormats you f- crazy man so i think that's a chant yeah that, not uh, it's yeah.
3: sort of the, the common chant um well listen the notion, she she kind of harps on this thing is that the Foo Fighters have not achieved a massive level of success. Um, mm-hmm. Past, T- to say that you're living off Kurt Cobain, I think we've established uh, nope. that um, Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters have enough credibility now at this point. I've and never it, heard any of this stuff about Trent Reznor. And
0: as groundbreaking as <clears throat> Kurt was, yes. I think that Dave has easily shown that he may have even been... Uh, May have even had more music in him than Kurt did. I don't know. It's quite possible.
3: You can't tell, but he has nothing to prove. Um, Have you ever heard anything about Trent Reznor that was, like, on that level? No, no. I think she's exaggerating. Was Trent um,
0: probably getting laid a lot and and enjoying being a rock star? Probably. Uh, But all of that other stuff I've never heard any mention of ever. Did she Uh, say why she deleted the posts? No. I don't know because Some someone took her,
3: the phone away from.
0: Her. Well, her lawyer probably told her to, yeah. but uh, I don't know. So, and and I don't know what spurred all of this in the first place. So it sounds I like he's I mean, pent up over a long period of time. She and Dave have gone back and forth forever. Yeah, that's um, never
3: that's never going to be
0: good. And every now and then they make nice, I think, and oh. then then it turns back. Do you
3: so. remember the time she was in here and I forget who, one of her the interns? <laughs> yeah, well, it was Bert She
5: <laughs> hopped on Bert's yeah. back.
3: <laughs> yeah, but she was being let out and kind of directed out when they were leaving the entourage and I think one of our interns had a Foo Fighters t-shirt on or something oh. and that set her off
12: oh,
0: no. yeah
3: yeah, well, it's going to happen Courtney they're
0: pretty damn popular speaking of Kurt a caricature drawing of Kurt Cobain done by uh, him uh, himself sold for $281,000 at the Julian's Auctions Music Icon Sale uh, the drawing depicts Kurt playing the guitar and is signed, Kurt, sp- spelled K-U-R-D-T, Cobain rock star. Uh, it also features uh, the handwritten caption that said, I don't know how to play, and I don't give a hoot. And it sold for 28 times, the original
3: estimate. So, it's such a rock and roll thing to say, I, yeah. I don't give a hoot. I don't give a hoot. <laughs> you know? You know. That's <laughs> it. It's badass, man. I don't give a
0: hoot. Stinky face. (laughs) Uh, 11-year-old drumming phenom Nandi Bushnell has been praised by Linkin Park for her recent cover of their hit song, Numb. The band shared her video and wrote, wow, this is awesome, on their Twitter account. Uh, Bushnell's drumming abilities have been recognized by several musicians over the last several months, including Slipknot's Jay Weinberg, Metallica's Kirk Hammett. She was gifted signature guitars by both Muses' Matt Bellamy and Tom Morello, and Dave Grohl, whom she participated in a drum battle with, even wrote a song about her. They should invite her to Notfest. She's hilarious, dude. She could she, she could get up and play a song with them. It would yeah. be awesome. And Kathy. And then finally, uh Radiohead are raffling off a rare vinyl test pressing of their fourth studio album Kid A. Proceeds will benefit Gig Buddies, which is a charity that pairs people with learning disabilities and or autistic Uh, People with a music fan or similar interest with whom they can attend shows. It's a pretty cool thing. All right, and there you go. That's all I have Excellent music music news for you. We'll take a break, come back in a second, give away our tattoo for Tattoos Day, and see what's up tomorrow and with Pierre. We'll be back in a moment. Stay put.
11: MMR Spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right, and this month's
4: band is Goalkeeper.
5: goalkeeper your local shots artist
4: of the month check them out every wednesday at 6 30 right here on the mighty mmr
11: and you can hear and see more now at wmr.com keyword local shots sponsored by family
4: and company jewelers find a band that rocks her world at family
11: 93 3 wmr everything that rocks philly
0: about ready to wrap things up i want to do something here. I want to get uh, all these things out of the way, and then we have some uh, news that we have to share, okay? Okay. Uh, So I want to thank uh, Brad Arnold from Three Doors Down for being on the program today. Uh, The band is coming to town. Uh, They're going to be at The Man on August 21st. Tickets uh, available at Ticketmaster.com, so it was nice to have Brad on this morning. Uh, I want to award our winner of the Tattoos Day. It's James. Don't worry about it, Casey. James Hagel of Phoenixville. Uh, is the uh, the name that we drew? So congratulations to James. We're going to yes. give you a three hundred and fifty dollars gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, uh, and you can check them out seventeen twenty nine South Street in Philadelphia. Artwork samples: visit floatingworldtattoos.com com or check them out on Instagram at floating world tattoos. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah, we need to do the letter of the day. So, Casey, you're gonna handle that. I can do it. All
1: right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now
0: the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter A, as in Anthrax, the band. All right, we're gonna give away a $350 gift card for Bob Dodge's Red Sparrow Tattoo and Gallery in Downingtown, or the all-new Runic Tattoos in Newtown Square. Uh, for tattoo ideas, you can visit BobDodgeTattoos.com. Uh I'll go ahead and thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by uh, Dunkin', the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Also ACME, they have everything you need to prep for this summer season, ACME Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and uh higher quality building materials from A.D. Moyer, fair prices and trusted experts since 1939. We got some very unfortunate news during our program this morning. It didn't seem appropriate. Uh, to make the announcement and then try to carry on a uh, a light program for you. Uh, so we held on to this news, and it's been a little bit difficult, uh, but we had a tragic loss in the family of uh, WMMR. I'm getting a little choked up. I apologize. Yeah. Um, uh, our friend Sean Tyser, uh, also known as a Rabbi, passed away. Um, and uh, from what I understand, he died yesterday. Due to uh, complications from COVID-19, he had been sick for a while now. It had been a few months, and it had been um, a little up and down here and there. And we were getting uh, every now and then a little word of some some encouraging news. And then it would would go back the other way. And uh, we were all holding on to hope that he was going to pull through this. But um, uh, he didn't make it, and we found out earlier this morning. So uh, terrible news. So um, uh, Pierre is in here. Uh, Bill Weston is in here. Um, we all knew rabbi. You guys worked with him a lot longer than we did. Um, rabbi was with, uh, the radio station for, he was here when, when we first came here,
1: he um, was hired by our previous program director, uh, Sam milkman, uh, prior to bill. And he brought him in from New York where he had worked, uh, with him at, was it K rock? Yeah. There, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, so Sean came in and was, uh, uh an absolute rocker. um, you would see him at rock shows uh, uh, and he was orthodox. He was of an ortho- the orthodox Jewish faith and so he would wear his yarmulke, but he'd be in a
9: mosh pit. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know, he loved metal music. Uh, And, you know, absolutely had great passion for it.
9: And he had a WMMR logo
3: (laughs) embroidered on the yarmulke. And it it was so, it was the, that image for me is rabbi. That image of him with that. That Yamaka with the MMR.
5: I mean, the, you could not find a bigger, better champion for, of the station he than was, Rabbi. He was so faithful, though. I remember there was a chance for him to do a meet and greet with Metallica, and it was on a Friday night. I don't know if you guys remember this, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, he he didn't go because his faith was more important to him than Metallica, and Metallica was really important <laughs> oh, to yeah. him. But uh, as if you're an Orthodox Jew, you don't go out after sundown on Friday until sundown on Saturday, and so he he adhered to that, um, and so he would miss things occasionally. But that you know his faith was was that important to him man but he did love music and what i love about him is his um
6: he would want to connect with you i think first on a music level right Mm -hmm. and so he knew he knew what i liked what i liked was not what he liked (laughs) but he came to me at my level (laughs) and tried to connect to me on my level of music because it, it was just such his passion and i love that about him
9: he worked really hard and sometimes um you know, he would come in late at night, or he would... Uh, his his work ethic was inspiring. Sometimes he would drive me crazy. I was going <laughs> through his his file. I, pulled, I, I found this one photo. I sent it out on the email. He is elated in front of the stage. It was yeah. at a hailstorm show, and he's, mm. he's down below. Lisa Marie Hunt took the picture, and it's like, that's the one that just uh, got me, because it yeah. sums up how important music was to him. Mm. But I also saw in that folder about... Rabbi, Static X is not appropriate for afternoon drive in an email because he scheduled Static X, this horrible, harsh music in afternoon drive, and I had to like I had to like set him a, a bit of a reprimand for like he would
6: send you a text message or an email or he would come into the studio just to let me know that there was a song that he knew that I liked that was coming up. Like uh he and I talked about, you know, uh uh, Blind Melon's big song is No Rain, but the, there was a B-side that I love called Tones of Home. Mm. And there was one time he played it, yeah. and he and he knew that I love that song, and he hunted me down and found me just to let me know that that song was going to be played on WMMR. And that's how he was with, like, all music, mm. you know?
9: He was the programming assistant for Sam. Right. And then when I got here, we made a <clears> couple of changes where Chuck became APD, and we elevated... Assistant
1: program director. Yep, and we
9: mm. elevated Rabbi to music director, which... He was so proud of that fact because with that title comes uh, relationships with the music business, and you get to talk music. And he would set our music meeting every week. And so yeah. <laughs> Chuck is over here. I would. I would like Chuck. Do you Chuck, want to say anything? I would, come I would like Chuck to, to talk about those music meetings because sometimes Rabbi would try to get these songs to be considered,
16: and they were. <laughs> they were just, you know, just, <laughs> it was, was a chance. It was a joy to watch Rabbi drive Bill insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, there were some really memorable times in those music meetings um you know he was a sweet guy he was he was so honest yeah. and so passionate and everything with rabbi was right on the surface right like yeah. it's like a puppy you yep. know what i mean yep. the puppy happy to go outside you want to go outside you know he was just so happy and so passionate and and he loved music so much and he was so dedicated to his faith that if the biggest rock star in the world was coming in and wanted to have you know dinner with Rabbi, but it was Friday. He'd be like, "No, I can't do that. I'm not yep. going to do that." Like if his hero was available to him, he would pass up on that because he was so dedicated to his faith. He was an amazing, singular, unique guy who operated at his own frequency, and we were all extremely lucky to know that guy. Yeah. And he made you lucky.
3: envy uh, his his passion for his faith and his commitment to that. And you're right, everything was right there on the surface. He would talk to anybody at the drop of a hat. He made you feel welcome. He, there was no Uh, pomposity to him whatsoever. Mm -hmm. He was the genuine article. And just, um, I remember when, like, he'd ask ask about my wife Claire, and, and, um, you know, he remembered names. He did all those things that, um, you know, people who are swept up in, in a busy lifestyle, in a busy occupation, just cast aside but to rabbi all that minutiae was important it that, meant something
2: and that it does mean something when he he was the type of person you knew he was a good person because when he did ask about your husband your wife or whatever it was he remembered all those details yeah. so when he, you talked he was listening to you and mm-hmm. he would come back and say hey you know right. how is this person or how is this going what's happening with this situation
0: and chuck you talk about him being all, all on the surface he he had this when, when you asked him a question he, he would answer it immediately and he had this <laughs> Rapid fire staccato yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. At the way he would yeah. speak. Oh, absolutely. Yes, definitely. The greatest band ever. <laughs> I mean, just, it, it oh. just
1: totally memorable. I mean, it does, would always affect him. Do, does anyone know how old he was?
5: I don't, I don't know. know we were trying to, we're to find out. out. Mid 40s?
1: Mid 40s. Yeah, mid 40s. Because um, he,
5: he had a, a child around the same time that I had my son, uh, okay. Ben, and he would always ask right. about how Ben was. And uh, so his oldest child, he, he's a father of four. Uh, yeah, that's the yeah. real sad note well, here is he had four kids. Yeah.
1: Marcus uh, had texted me a few days ago saying that his he had split up with his wife, Rachel, but uh, I, I think they were on friendly relations and they shared custody. And Marcus texted me the the most heartbreaking message the other day when... Uh, he said that Rachel was taking the kids to the hospital to say goodbye oh, to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was in a state of what uh, the doctors call active dying. I had never heard that phrase before, but he was still hanging on as late as last night. I'm at the gym, and Marcus texted me. He said he's still fighting. Uh, and this was last night about 8 or 9 o'clock. Um, now i don't know if rabbi's religious beliefs um kept him from getting the vaccine A- and i've heard that some uh orthodox uh some of the orthodox fake faith, faith don't get the vaccine uh and that may or may not be true he did have some health conditions but i'm just going to plug this right now if there's anybody out there that hasn't gotten vaccinated for god's sake it. it's safe it's this is not about politics this is not about who you voted for There's no evil spirits in these vaccines. It's completely safe to do. And here's a number, 438829. You text this number. All you do is put your zip code in, 438829. Text that number. Put in your zip code. You immediately get back three locations near to you. That's a pharmacy that's open for vaccines, many of which you could walk in and get it today. For God's sakes, yep. get vaccinated. And I'm not trying to lecture you. I want, we don't you, want you to get sick. We just you know. don't want you to get sick. We've all been vaccinated, yep. uh, you we, know, and, and we we've all wanna... gotten through it. And again, it's not about politics. I love you, whoever you voted for. It's not about trying to coerce you. It's about loving you. And, you know, when you see someone who's in his mid 40s and captain dale is still in a goddamn coma I know.
9: he's still on a effing ventilator all right but i want to keep this about rabbi i, I know think that's but, a, that's but a good message. i'm
1: not going to stop saying that to get vaccinated this is effing important that people get vaccinated
9: that message has been communicated four
1: three eight eight two nine four three eight eight two nine thank you PM. text it put in your zip code get back a place where
9: you can go get vaccinated and do it for rabbi So what else we're doing for rabbi, we're going to create a gallery on WMMR.com. We want to collect all these pictures that he's, one thing about rabbi, when he would take pictures with a rock star, he would always do the devil arms, and he would cross his arms, and I had to tell rabbi, I said, stop ruining my pictures, because everyone that I would get in front of, and I actually have a picture of me and him and Matt Corden, uh, Sebastian Bach. And he's doing the cross arm <laughs> devil horns. And and then the next one, he's kind of holding on because I told him, <laughs> stop doing that, whatever. But we're going to create a gallery on WMR.com where right, we can feature nice. those pictures for him. I'm going to
0: take this call because Michael is the one who embroidered uh, Rabbi's oh, yarmulkes. Oh. So Michael's on the line. Hey, Michael, good morning.
4: Hey, guys. I am so sorry. I just hopped in my car and I, I had to call in. Um, I was fortunate enough way back when to do all the promotional stuff for MMR and, Pierre, I did your your anniversary T-shirts with your hair flying, and you oh, actually wow. autographed, you autographed them on the radio with my twins for my boys years ago. Uh, but I remember going in to visit with Rabbi, and he said, you know, I want something with a logo on it, and I want it on my yarmulke. And um, I was so proud to do that. I just thought that was one of the coolest things, that his faith didn't stop him from being a rocker. Right. No. Not at all. I'm I'm happy to say he wore it proudly. Uh, yep. if you guys can get one of those that we did and keep it at the studio, well, I think that would...
0: that's absolutely what I'd like to do. I have no idea what you know the family's plans are for his personal items, but if, if uh if that exists, I think we need to yeah. get that, frame it, hang it up on the on the walls here at, at the studios. I would love to do that. Well,
4: sweet. and I did Pierre, I did your high tops too. Oh I, my I God. your high tops.
1: Wow, thank you.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, thanks, Michael. The
4: guys, my condolences. I mean, he was a good guy, and uh, there's going to be a big hole left in your place, but yeah. uh, keep rocking in his honor.
1: We'll do that. Thank you. Right. Appreciate it, Michael. Bye. With that in mind, by the way, uh, he came to me um, some years ago and said, uh, you know, his love for heavy metal was, you know, everybody knew how much he loved, and the heavier the metal, the louder, the better. Mm-hmm. So he said he came to me one day in the studio and he says, I've got a challenge. I said, okay, what is it? He said, if you will go to a metal show with me, I will go to a dead show with you. And I said, you're on. And I went to Slayer and uh, and actually got in the mosh pit at Slayer. Rabbi and I went into the mosh pit. He then, in turn, went to a dead and company show at the First Union Center or whatever it's called and uh he and sarah and i and he wore my tie-dyed lab coat and another listener made oh. him a tie-dyed yarmulke <laughs> to wear oh. as he twirled around you know so i did i got in the mosh pit at slayer he got in the dead dance twirl circle that's great at the at the at the dead show um you know and and that's how how flexible he was how passionate he was. yeah
0: yeah M- metal was his genre but he was a music lover all the way around
1: although that's where flaming turd came from if you recall because Rabbi was in talking to you guys, raving about the Axel Rose show up in New York when he was playing with the alternative Guns N' Roses and saying, oh, my God. And he was this and he was great. And I'm sitting in the other room and it was like, that's all I can stand because I can't stand no more. And I came in and said, I'm sorry, Rabbi, but excuse me. He's, He's a, a flaming, flaming turd.
0: turd. I love it.
1: Wow. But I mean, but he just, you know, he was that passionate, you know, yeah. and he would at every show he could be at, he was at. He would, you know, he relentlessly campaigned for music, and he loved it. So, um, here's to him.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and and you know, we'll we'll continue to to honor him like uh, Michael had said on the phone line. We'll we'll, we'll do what we do and we rock. And, and he was a big part of that. So, Pierre, what was that number to text again? If you need to to get a. Uh a vaccine. Find out where one is nearby you.
1: It's so easy. I I've, I tried this in two different locations, and they get right back to you with yours uh, with a with three pharmacies near you. 438829, okay. 438829. Text right. that. <clears throat> do it in honor of Rabbi and please, so you can go to more concerts, so okay. we can have more fun.
0: Yep. All right. Uh, so sorry to to end with the the sad news, but we we felt it was appropriate to do it this time tomorrow on a program. Uh, Fox Good Day. Our buddy Jim Jackson will be on, uh, and comedian Mitch Fagetel will be in our studio. Ray John Rabbi, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Preston right. and
12: Steve. 933 WMMI.